Joe Joe. All right, welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, that's at Kilgallen's Pub, on Twitter at Kilgallen's Pub. Follow myself at Joe Kilgallen on all the platforms. Uh, week two in a row in which I got to start it off by just giving a big shout out to all the YouTube support I've been getting. Fucking love all of you new subscribers. Um, you guys have been great. Last week we announced on the podcast that I just crossed the 1500 mark. Here we are exactly one week later and I just crossed the 2600 mark. It's 1100 new subscribers in one week. You guys are the fucking shit. Um, and it, it's been great, man. We, I got a fun podcast in store for you. I got a returning, um, this third time on the show. One of the funniest comedians in the city of city of Chicago. What am I saying? One of the funniest comedians in the fucking country. And many of you Thank are going to find out very soon. Because he's going to be making his uh, Comedy Central debut coming up. When's it airing? Do you know when it's airing? Uh, January. I don't have the date, but it's January. January. of 2020. 2020. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> 2020 is going to be a big year. So uh, yeah, that's man. Joey Via Gomez, everybody. What's up? What up, dude? Yo, yo, yo. It's me. Good to see you. Before the podcast, Joey offered me very generously a hit of his bong. And then our producer, <laughs> James Webb... Stepping he in, you, dude. He, he did. Bong blocked, he bong you, blocked me for sure. But I did it for the people, Joe. He said, "Joe, that's not your speed. Whiskey is your weapon of choice. If you get high, it'll totally change how you are on the podcast." I mean, it changed how I am, and I'm a pothead. Yeah, <laughs> I feel I feel changed from when I walked in 15 minutes ago. I'm thinking maybe the listeners want to see a, a high episode with me. Look, don't I let think... me live your life for you, Joe. If you want to hit. I, mean, I like hey, to hit the pen better because whenever, dude, I'm not, I'm if, a novice with weeds. So whenever I, dude, it's, the apparatuses are too much. Sometimes. See this, the flower will hit you fucking instantly. Dude. Yeah. Like if you would hit that bong, you, I mean, three. I've five gotten seconds high later. out of a bong before. And that pen will you casually. Take a nip, the pen is here. That will All casually right. creep in if you take a nice little hit. Well, we'll we'll ease into it. We're pros. Man. Gonna, I'll probably take a hit of that soon. Okay. I don't know for We're sure. We're not going to give you like some PCP laced fucking yeah, oil. Yeah. You want to get wet, Joey? He's going to get naked. Is that what you say? You want to get wet? Yeah. That's fucking weird. That is weird. Yeah. Somebody from the hood who's been around a lot of drugs, we never said want to get. You know wet. what? Notice like the kids, the dudes from the hood versus like dudes from like the suburbs and shit. The lingo for drugs is so different. Oh yeah, yeah hell yeah, dude. Yeah, like some of the stuff the suburban kids will say, it's like. Dude, are you going to molest a fucking cow? What are you, like, you know what I mean? Like, and where everyone else is just like. We had some funny lines get, in the hood. You guys, Crunked was a funny one, I thought. Or like, do you want to get like. Like, fuck. We used to say, uh, you want to get twisted. Twisted. I remember hearing that uh, one. But you know, you know what you mean. Because we got it from rappers. Like, Getting twisted, wet like, sounds something different. Like, you want to say to a girl, hey, you want to get wet with me tonight? She's thinking, oh, all right. okay. Yeah, and then you pull out a PCP <laughs> stick. Like, you're going to drug me first and get me wet? I, I Here's the thing. We got shit from rappers. Like, Snoop Dogg says, twisted like a Twizzler. We heard that. So yeah. we're like, oh, well, let's go get twisted. I'm going to twist it like a Twizzler. Eight ball, there's a dude named Eight Ball who says, I'm pervin. Pervin and swerving. And we used to say that shit. Like, man, I'm pervin. Switch, I'm switching it now. The city guys got it wrong. Now that's We used to take creepier. shit from rappers, bro. I got you. That makes sense. Twist. I remember yeah. that lyric, and I just thought Snoop had a sweet tooth. That's how white I am. I didn't think he was. I mean, <laughs> no, he's like, I'm twisted like a Twizzler getting twisted with this. Yeah, he's talking about how twisted he is off the weed. Yeah, we got shit on rappers. How bro. old is Snoop now? Damn, he looks old, dude. You see, I was like, yeah, I saw pictures recently, and I'm like, yeah, he's still smoking, though. It's keeping him alive. Of course, well, you never. I would stop. say Willie Nelson gets high all the time. Too. I don't know. I was, I was, how old? How old I was like 13 when he was 18, so he's about five or six years older than me. Okay, we're gonna guess. So you're gonna, and s- I'm 40. So you think he's 46? <clears throat> I would say 47. I'm gonna go 49. 47. 47. Damn, you nailed Damn. it. Good on you, man. Because I remember his debut. He was talking about how he was 18. Shit, his, dude, his he debut. was cool as hell. I remember. And that was a I was crazy era. Angry. 
Yeah, that 92, was... 93. Well, I remember watching the Gin and Juice music video all the time. Uh, bro, I you the still box? know the lyrics remember to the all box? that shit. Yeah, the box. The box was People like this hazy channel. People do not know channel. about the fucking box. Tell them about the box. Oh, yeah, you can summarize it better than me. We talk, I think we talked about kids it. Are, we, kids like oh, me and him yeah. who didn't have cable. Like a, it was like a fucking... If you didn't it was have a cable. paid music channel where they showed... Half of the screen was a... They'll show you like a minute of a music video. Yeah. And then under it, it's the names of the videos that they can play for you with a number. Then you have to call on your fucking phone... From your mom's house phone or rotary, call and shit. Now you didn't, you couldn't use a rotary for this shit. No, you had to have a touch. But then you call and you're like, "Yo, I want to play number fucking five three eight, yeah, whatever like, video you wanted to watch." And then you have to sit and wait because you're just queuing it. Yeah, if you want to hear nothing but a G thing, you have to call this number. You know, type in. Blah, but it blah, tells blah, you when yours. And it cost like two ninety nine or something. A video, insane. Like, yeah, a dollar a video, dollar yeah, 50. dollar maybe dollar ninety nine. They fucking or something rack like that. up, and my mom would whoop the shit up. My mom would snap. <laughs> I never did it because I knew my dad no, would snap. No, me bro. and my sister would order videos up the ass. Because my channel sister was 13 into... for us. I don't remember what channel it was. Yeah, if you had like one of those old televisions. It was a television too that didn't even... I remember my our TV didn't even have a remote until I was like eight. I remember when yeah, we you had to get up and television. put it on channel three. I'm 34, so like... Dude, it's you remember not... how you had to connect the fucking cable boxes? Yeah, you, you had just to switch unscrew... the back. You unscrew the back into the other, the, the little antenna cord. part. It's nuts. And then you put the two little antenna plugs and put them screws back in well every now and then when i talk about technology with people i go hey man didn't you ever think by the year 2019 we'd have flying cars and all this stuff it's a little disappointing and then i was talking about how the chicago skyline looks essentially the same and stuff but then i realized wait a minute we have come incredibly far look at our phones dude, dude we have everything in our fucking pocket my macbook broke right i'm doing invoices and shit for when i when i gotta put one of these contracts together for the fundraisers yeah i'm doing it all from here i mean my eyes fucking hurt because i got a Put in the little numbers or whatever, but I got pages on here. iMovie, you can do. Oh, everything I cut up so many the clips for this podcast. Phone. I cut on my phone. It's crazy. Like I was thinking, I lost my 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 screen went out, and I'm thinking, oh, I need a new MacBook. I should just get a bigger fucking phone, bro, and I could do it all from here. Yeah, I've been you putting. I mean? I've been um, the my YouTube app. I've been wearing. I used to be. I've gotten so into YouTube since I started releasing the uh, special on YouTube and, and like chapters. I don't know if you know what I've been doing. I started exactly a month ago. It was July. 25th the first chapter came out and so the album was 16 tracks and i was able to get five weeks out of it five chapters the first oh, chapter chapter one was four tracks and every chapter after that's been three chapters and we just concluded with chapter five but everyone listening we got a bonus we got a bonus outtake clip that's a good four minutes long that james loves it's my favorite thing it's coming out we're gonna drop that one on thursday and then after that every every thursday for a good year or so, I'm going to release a new stand-up clip. So uh, I'm really challenging myself on that one. Luckily, I got some shit you gotta, you gotta already put in the shit bank. Out, man. You got to. Comics don't understand. You know. We'll get to how you uh, came insane. about, man. So what I was doing was that... Uh, so I've gotten really into YouTube since then. And luckily, the, it's starting to really like... Every every week more... It's like the first week, I got 200 new subscribers. Next week, 400 new subscribers. Next week... So it's kind of like just been like catching fire, which is really nice. And... Um, I've been reading the comments, and a lot of people are like don't read the comments. I gotta thank no, people, I, you man. Gotta dude, read them, dude. They've been like ninety nine percent great. And what's cool is like the one joke was I uh, <laughs> got like two or three negative comments, and oh, no, another joke. This joke about small dicks got a couple <laughs> negative comments from you guessed it, dude. Dude, small dicks. Dude, small dicks. And yeah, I'm like, but it's the it's the wave of the ocean. You that was one of the comments. Asses. That was one of the comments actually. <laughs> And look, dudes with the, who aren't packing heat, it's it's okay. The point of that joke was a lot of these guys have small dicks and they're pieces of shit because of it. If you're a good dude, they, yeah, they, I'm not talking about you. Use your tongue and you'll be okay, you know? 
But there's some dudes with big dicks that are pieces of shit too. But a the, huge pieces of shit. But definitely. the likeliness of a dude being a piece of shit has got a like a little dick. Yes, right. I feel like it's got to be mad at women, mad at the world, mad at the world. They're fucking even jagging off. off isn't fun. You know what I mean? To, even when he jag off, jags off, he's like, wish I had a bigger dick to yeah. jag off to. You know. What I mean? <laughs> He's not even getting a workout in in his fucking arm. <laughs> Fat wrist, though, man. Right? Weak yeah. forearm. He, nuts on, there, he nuts on his wrist all the time. Oh, wait. You think dudes with small dicks aren't clearing? They aren't shooting it far? Yeah, but when he comes, his dick is still inside oh, his hand. Oh, I got you. Because that's the how hand small grips. it is. All right, I got you. <laughs> it doesn't even go like, remember that game past the... the grip. So it just comes spurts out you the top you ever do that, that game to see who like bats first for like baseball you toss the bat and everyone oh, yeah, like, yeah, does they're... the bang with the bat and, and whoever gets on top of it that's like they're like the top part where the, their dick's not even clear <laughs> yeah the it's thumb. not even clear <laughs> oh man that's poor that nub. that's gotta be a sad angry motherfucker I thought you were implying that like little dicks they sh- when they come it doesn't go very far because it's small well, that too like, probably man, is that a thing I don't know <laughs> as a man who's uh, above average I don't really worry about these things <laughs> but uh hey um, I've been making babies since '98. Eh? Yeah, dude. Um, so I, I, those comments were a little <laughs> negative, but 99 percent of the comments have been really positive, and I kind of like talking to people. And then if I see a negative one, I just ignore it. One I was almost about to respond have you, to. Have you ever replied though to any of them? Because I none did. of them on YouTube. None of them on YouTube. I replied to one on Instagram, and it led to something. Did I talk about that last I week? I don't know if that's necessarily true. I read your comments too, Joe. And I on my YouTube, I haven't responded to anything negative though. You see Joe's, not, not you see negative, Joe's anger? No, but you no, I responded to the positive you're ones. You're very friendly on your comments. Oh fuck oh, yeah! I no, no, I was. Just, that's what I was. You missed Except it. Except for that one guy who you called the f word. Kidding. I did not. Yeah. No, you, would, um, you would never. No, you must. You missed what I said. All the positive comments I have been responding to. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, um, I try to do that too. You yeah, because if, if, if you fuck with me, I'll fuck with you, man. I've got people being like saying, "Hey, man, I, I, I stumbled upon your channel and I absolutely love it." I go, "Hey, thanks, appreciate that, man. There's more to come. I, why not?" And bam. What's fun? Well, I was going to say was, um, I'm sorry, me on Joey. Instagram and all the other shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, keep your eye out. I, I tell people. And uh, what happened was though the one joke. Oh, same joke. The small dicks joke. Yeah. I got a couple people commented like, this is heteronormative and stuff. Yeah. And I thought about being like, well, let me explain. Because, you know. What did they say it was? Heteronormative, meaning oh, just like. Can you, guys, can you white guys explain that to me? <laughs> it's a very Heteronor- popular woke term these days. Heteronormative? Heteronormative. I should text my, do- Joey, my daughter's you, and tell uh, that shit. Joey, I'm looking at I'm you and saying, Joey. James, get the Urban Dictionary version of heteronormative. Okay. Yeah, my da- my daughter's into all that shit. Yeah, because I don't want to say it wrong because I'm dumb enough where I would, I feel like. <laughs> let me put that away. Like, almost, all my, I almost, all my pop- daughter- I almost popped it up just to read the comment directly. Like you want me to get the urban dictionary version, or whatever you you know slang word. It's not slang, I guess. You're just type no, in the word. A, yeah. It's a real word. I don't yeah. know why. Um, a viewpoint that expresses heterosexuality has a given instead of being one of many possibilities. It's basically making heterosexuality the normal version of everything. All right, which is yeah. I mean, but uh, if you think about it, most heterosexual like the motherfuckers that want to have the heterosexual pride parade. Yeah, most of those motherfuckers in their head, they're I'm normal. So it is, that's it anyway. Yeah, I mean, well, it's those, already that, like that. that's that's dickish to be that's like, why I want my own parade, but or, or whatever it is. I mean, yeah. that's just to throw it at the fucking pride parade at the gay people. That's what I mean. No, like, what I'm mean, saying yeah. is that that's already their mentality that they're normal anyway. Yeah. Well, also like maybe that joke's not for anyone else. That's fine. That's what I'm fucking trying to. Was, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to comment kind of in a way. I was going to say, listen, yes, do I present this joke in a world in which the I'm assuming my whole audience is heterosexual yeah i am and i i i have no problem saying that even though i think in the joke i do reference you know you straight women or gay guys what would you think of this i kind of throw gay guys into it i know i do most of the time maybe i didn't in that version of the joke but whatever the point is though look this might come off as a little crude and this might piss off a few people listening 
there are there's something about numbers though. When people present shit, there are is a it's a numbers game in a lot of ways, you know. So gay people represent maybe maybe not quite, but almost ten percent of the population. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So you know, to assume my you know, if I'm presenting a joke that appeases <clears throat> to or, or appeases that's not the word um, applies to ninety percent of the population. That look, there's some shit that that's you're, normal. Yeah, if you're in a minority group. You deserve all the rights as everyone else. Duh. But you also have to expect that some stuff in culture isn't going to reflect you because you reflect such a small sliver of culture. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. No one's saying anything negative That's about you. That's because they take the word normal in a different way, too. You know, like, not normal means, like, oh, retarded. And I'm fucked up by saying that now. But, yeah, you know, like, know, but not know, normal yeah. doesn't mean that. But yeah. that's almost their fucking doing. That's them projecting their own shit on Damn, you. Well, that, I'm not saying that right? the gay guy's not normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, I like pussy all day, every day. To me, that's normal. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's not saying everything is not normal. It's subjective. And we're not I, saying what's normal is better. It's just what, yeah, it's what, just, the, what the more majority the norm, of people it's the are. Majority. Yeah, whatever it is. This yeah. is why this is, it's it's why it's a huge problem. There's not Everyone's enough words in English. Jumbling up too. their subjective experience into an objective experience, which doesn't exist. Your experience is your experience. Whoever you are, don't fucking fuck with people because they have a different experience. Yeah, and then the, the gay people like, that we know in our lives. I got, a, I got like a lot of gay cousins, my uncles. Yeah, comedians like Bill Cruz who can who can take gay jokes. Could take we a dick yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Take See, a dick. Like, and we don't call them the f word and shit like no, that. Of course not. But they don't get mad when we don't go that way. When we yeah. don't. Oh, why is it not normal? They they know what we're talking about. Well, Bill's an o- a little bit older. That's what I mean. Still it's, young it's man, but he's more an older of this gay. Younger. It's, yes. My daughters are like this. I have a little issue with a bit I do about her. One of her friends is a tra- uh, 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 non-binary. Sure. Yeah, that's right. right. Good job. <laughs> Sorry, See, that's the joke. Like... I'm like, I just learned this lingo. That's the yeah. fucking premise of the joke. <laughs> I so just my said, daughter, Good job. you're like you're a, a father <laughs> who stops in Oriental for the first time. But look, I did this bit at camp, and like the liberals were already fucking hating me the way I was going oh, with yeah, it. But I've done it? it in the front of a black crowd, and they loved it. Yeah. Because the joke goes that my wife is like, "Hey, Alexis, is Alexis friend, Alexis friend is coming over, right?" So I, I think it's one friend. And I want to order a pizza for us to eat. So to me, I'm like, All right, I don't have a lot of money. And I got to feed another motherfucker, right? So I text her. I text my daughter who's upstairs. And I'm like, hey, what time is your friend coming over? And she's like, they're coming over at 7. And I got angry. And I replied with, how many fucking friends you got coming yeah. over? <laughs> I'm like, I only have enough money for a large pizza. Yeah. I'm like, are they going to eat? And then she's like, no, it's Oscar. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the problem. And I I'm mean, like, oh, it's not a So the bit when I do it in front of black people, it's like I'm like, you know how a broke family is like, how many motherfucking kids you cop coming over? I only got enough money for one goddamn pizza. Them little hungry ass kids better eat somewhere else before they come over. And honestly, dude, that's a good fucking it's joke. A, oh, the black joke, people yeah. loved it, but in, at, at camp they were already kind of looking. Do you at know me. why though? Not to cut you off, the black people loved it versus the white audience in in camp's a great room. I'm doing it in two weeks, but here's why the black audience loved it because. <laughs> Black audiences or black people in general have real fucking problems. Where a lot of these white audiences that we do on these north side neighborhoods, you couldn't give them a piece of nice pizza. <laughs> they fucking they don't they don't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like minorities never. White people are getting more offended than a lot of minorities do. Don't get me wrong. You'll see people on Twitter who are part of these minority groups or and look, be offended by whatever the fuck you want to be offended right? by. That spot. That's fine. And even in the bit, I say. I'm like, oh, Oscar, I like Oscar. He's a good kid. We'll give him a couple slices. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> like, I, I, even for, like, for Chicagoans, I'm like, we'll, we'll give him half a liter of RC or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when, even when I tried to ease the liberal crowd with it, they were just kind of like, 
Oh, you almost went there with it. <laughs> no, yeah, that's like what, they that's... were relieved that I didn't go. They thought I was gonna say my daughter be hanging out with no man. You know, they thought I was gonna do that shit. And then I was just like, no, there's, the, there's like a, they assume the worst in people. I'm like yeah. it was the broke dad in me, there's the broke a, father yeah. that can't feed a bunch of fucking that's kids. That's what the joke's about. That's what came out. I'm trying to be a good host. My daughter's bringing some friends over, but it's like, what the fuck? How no, many I, friends? <laughs> what? I gotta go make two trips, to Little Caesars. Yeah, Come I'm like, on, oh, like, you know. I forgot these. They call them there. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, the they them could be confusing. I, I remember texting someone saying, I'm going, I'm going out to lunch with them, and they're like, who's them? And I said one name, and they're like, I'd explain. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's not like, like these motherfuckers. You know? And most most of the people I know who go by they them instead of he she or they're whatever, good they're well, yeah, of course. But the point is, they're understanding. They get it when people mess up. Yeah, yeah. They would only get mad if someone was like, "Wait, you go by they them? Relax, sweetheart." Or like, <laughs> "I'll call you whatever I want." She, you know what I mean? If yeah. they're purposely being a, a cunt, then yeah, they're gonna be like, "Fuck you." But if you slip up. And and make a mistake. Yeah, yeah. They don't give. They get it. They're like, yeah, it's weird. It's new, or it's not. Maybe it, well, it is weird. Like, you too. guys it's know. Different. You guys know. Weird Mal- is different. Malik, doesn't mean bad. Malik White. Yeah, I've met her, um, them a couple see, times. I, Fuck. I, see, I just did it. Yeah. You know what the secret um, is? Malik's they're, funny. They're office, very they're, funny. They're a cool motherfucker too. And I feel like, oh shit. And I did that bit in front of a small ass crowd, like at a VFW up north. She was there. They they were there. There you go. And the crowd, the crowd loved it. Yeah. Like the way it went with it. It, it fucking because I kind of brought awareness to it. I'm like, I love my daughter. I don't care because my daughter's gay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even if she tells me, nah, nah, "You're gay as hell," I could tell it. All right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I even explain how I have no problem with it. I'm like, just the old school. That's how I explain it. Like the old school comes out where I don't know these pronouns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, here's the secret. Here's the hack. Just call dude. I, I love, love that dude. Dude. I love that yeah, dude. Yeah, most people are pretty cool. That with dude's dude. cool. You could even works. like when you're hanging out with a chick, you could be like, dude. Right? Dude is not binary. <laughs> Sorry. Do women not like chick? Is chick a bad one these days? It's a little derogatory. I still I use know. it. I still. Ah, it depends how you say it. It's a cool. When chick. I'm talking shit about like everything ignorant, is context. When there's yeah. like when there's like an ignorant bitch, bitch or whatever at a show, and I crack a joke about it on social media, I'll say chick. I'll be like, man, some chick was sitting in the front talking. Because you can't say bitch anymore unless you're Dave Chappelle. I mean, I still say it once in a while. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah, I, I got to tone down with the word bitch, but I don't refer to women as bitches. Yeah, that's, when there's yeah. a when there's a woman acting like a bitch, I say you're a bitch. So that's that's when it comes out. And I think that's fair. I just want to go. I want to touch back on the whole. Look, I think everyone here is for inclusivity. You know, what I mean, we want everyone to feel welcome wherever they go. Hey, but speaking I think of when that, when you're in a minority, you just kind of got to understand. Like, I have red hair and blue eyes. I'm a small minority. I'm not going to get mad if everyone starts doing like you know. And I know red hair and blue is not an oppressed group, although in some cultures. But like, it's just motherfucker. I think when you, you got blue eyes, you get, you get whatever you want. Man. It's pretty great, man. I'm not going to lie to you. But as a Mexican guy, if you went somewhere. If your friends are telling you, hey, man, there's this really cool movie out, and you're like, all right, cool, and you checked it out, and there wasn't one Mexican character, are you like, what the fuck? It depends on what the movie's about, though. Well, yeah, if the movie's the about- The movie's about Mexico, the movie's, <laughs> the movie's called Three Days in Tijuana, <laughs> and yeah, all right, well, yeah, for sure. Like, but if little it's just village. like, white men can't jump, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I wasn't expecting that. I just think that, so when that dude was, I was going to say this, here's Shameless. what's cool about the comments. Shameless does make me feel that way, though. They're, because it's, it's supposed to be, in the back my, of the supposed to be in my fucking neighborhood, but you could tell they're trying to replicate well, Canaryville, not back of the yards. They're replicating yeah. Canaryville, they but they're filming it all in Wicker Park. And there it's are not no Wicker Park. They're filming a lot of it in Wicker are Park. Are they? Yeah, maybe the newer seasons. You know where they're filming it? The house itself is at Twenty uh, Second and Homan, which yeah, is basically Kimball and Twenty Second. That, that's yeah. what P- Pilsen. Is that little, 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 little village? Little village. 
So the issue is you're there and you're over here. There's no Mexicans in the fucking show, dude. The show's been so. I love. That's I the like one where Shameless. you're like, all right. We're, yeah, I get you for being upset about that. What the that. fuck? That makes complete sense. You know what I mean? Sense. Like you're in this neighborhood, bro. Because Chicago's got a huge Hispanic population, and that's one of the biggest Mexican neighborhoods in yeah, the city. Yeah, yeah. It's like is, probably third or fourth. And I've heard Fiona, the character, say back at the yards though, because she met someone. And they're like, they oh, say so a few times. Where are you from? She goes. The one character said, "Come one." She's like, "Oh, I'm from back at the yards," you know. So yeah, yeah that part. Some, they should be like over there with them fucking Mexicans. That's what the next line should. That should have been. That would have been very accurate to Chicago. I actually love that Chicago has neighborhoods that are look. I don't like I don't like forced segregation. That's bad, of course. Like if yeah, you, but I like living with my people. That bro. that I'm I love okay that shit, bro. with. I actually riffed about that. I did Pilsen last week, Abby show. And by the way, Abby Sanchez and Joey Villagomez run a great podcast called Illegal Aliens, which you can listen to here on the People of Comedy Network. So definitely check that out. It's on People of Comedy's YouTube page and. And you can check it out on their own shit. Uh, Joey's got a great Instagram. Check that out. I'll, I'll plug it again later. Cool. So cool. I was at their at uh, his show that he does with Jaime and Mickey Housley. It's a great show. And I was going up, I think, like first or second because I had to run off. It doesn't matter. But I opened with how like four storefronts over from the bar, Simon's, there was a thing that said, uh, keep Pilsen Hispanic or keep Pilsen Mexican or, or something like that. So they you said, just gentrified it a little bit. Yeah, because it's called bit. Simone's, and you say Simon's. Did I say Simon's? Yeah. I don't know what it's pronounced, so all right, Simone's, Simone's makes sense. More white people in there that <laughs> night than anything else, though, I'll be honest with you. Let's have a beer hour at Simon's. <laughs> <laughs> and then you is this place Simon's? Simon? <laughs> That's Alvin Simon Theater, but I just said yeah, the Simon's Yeah, it's called part. Simone's. Simone's, <laughs> all right, my bad. Anyway, <laughs> I did gentrify it. Um, so they were, the signs said, <laughs> keep sorry, them this. Right. And I remember some comic talking way back when, when, Humble Park, which is a big Puerto Rican neighborhood, said, so yeah. like, keep Humble Park Puerto Rican. And being like, can you imagine a white neighborhood? Can you imagine if, like, fucking Edison Park or Beverly said, keep these neighborhoods Irish? It'd be all over the ABC News. The NBC News, they'd be like, what oh, the fucking fuck? Mary- How racist is this shit? Marionette Park did that. Did they? Yeah, but then some assholes came out with Nazi flags and fucking Ah, uh, see, then they did they, they take it too far. Because there are some that are hidden in there. Oh, for sure. There was a, there was a fucking shooting over there. Like on 83rd or something. <laughs> no, I think further, 111th. Yeah, there was a Mary cop involved shooting, and fucking the cop ended up shooting somebody, and the, you know, I think the cop got arrested or you know was under investigation. Did the cop actually so the, shoot the good guy, the bouncer? Because I remember there was a story about that near there. That, that's too. not that one. That's that was, not that one. That's that, a different though? one. Yeah, where, where he shot the bouncer. That was and in Marionette Park too. I thought this guy. So the fucking next day, the neighborhood came out to to rally for the cops. You know, they came out with the Blue Life Matters. They put fucking blue ribbons all over the trees. And across the street, because there's still black people in that neighborhood. Like, you know how you know how Marquette Park is. Yeah. How I if do. you cross a couple fucking, you go a mile and a half or so, it starts to turn nice. And that's how that area is. If you go a little further east or further west, there's black people around Marionette Park. So they showed up for the I other like guy. Like how when you said nice, you were implying white. That's racist of you right there, Joey. <laughs> hey, bro, uh, we're even now. I got I, you, I, Simon's, and hey, it gets nice when you go the other way. No, I'm just giving you because these are not na- nice neighborhoods that no, I know. I know, I know. I'm just even the Mexican neighborhoods over there. I mean, they're nice neighborhoods in the sense where they have culture and you're cool. Yes, gotcha. But there's gonna be there's fucking fights and shootings and shit. So when the two started rallying, it looked like a fucking war. Now, now you got the guys, the black people sticking up for the victim, and then you got the fucking blue life matter. So behind the Blue Lives Matter people, then they came out the fucking Nazi guys, Confederate flags. Ugh. So now the black people have more fuel to like look what the fuck we're dealing with. So it turned into a bu- you know a bunch of shit. Yeah, that shit's bad. And it's bad for the teenagers because now if you're a white kid from Marionette Park and you're cool with one of the little black kids and you go over to play ball in the black neighborhood, you don't know what might happen now. You know what I mean? Because there's 
man, you come from a racist fucking neighborhood. Because they don't play. That's how we used to fight. When we were kids, if the black kids came across 50th Street, we beat the shit out of them. If we went the other way, they beat the shit out of us. Yeah, no, it was like that. And then we end up with becoming the, friends. With the Italians and the blacks in Bridgeport. And that one strip of Bridgeport there that was like near like Armour Square nope. Park, I think, um, or McGlain Park, one of those parks where. They beat up that Lennar Clark yeah, kid. Yeah, that was the famous I went to story. School that was Italian with the three kids kid. that beat him up. That was like Bronx Tale shit. I went to Dina yeah. with them three kids. Yeah. Frankie Caruso. You can say his name, I think he's out already. Yeah. But. <laughs> I'm sure he's not listening to Kilgallen's pod either. Maybe, yeah, I maybe. I don't know. I don't know the reach of this podcast. <laughs> He's in the mob. He's got people. Hey, Frankie! I just heard your name on the fucking <laughs> that fucking Mick up Kill, north. Kill um, Gallon's pub. <laughs> yeah, the north side. Didn't it was really... some wild shit. That was crazy, dude. They put him in a coma, man, just for riding his bike into Armor Park. I know that was fucking terrible. No, that shit's awful. Like, uh, I, I just I see things now. Everything gets so compounded, and I think a lot of it is social media driven because. And what I didn't like, you know, we mentioned the people who go, so we should have a straight pride parade. I don't like those people because it's like you're taking the gay pride yeah, parade was a thing for them and you're trying to steal their thunder. If you're already, which the, is a dish, if you're already the 80%, yeah. shut the fuck up and enjoy life. Why That's, do you have to throw yes. it in people's faces? Yeah, that I don't can't stand. The reason why they feel oppressed because they're the 10% and they're still getting discriminated and people still hate crimes, beating the shit out of them. Like, that's the reason why, you know, in the... You're straight. You got a job. Shut the fuck up and go live life. You know it's the mean? people on these fucking YouTube comments, though. The, the, the good ones are great, but the people are like, that's heteronormative. My thing is like, hey, asshole, like if you're just going around, <laughs> was I up there fucking spewing hate towards yeah, gays? Yeah, yeah, or was I just trying my best <laughs> to make a funny joke presentable for the majority of the people in front of me? That's what I was fucking doing. And what I was going to say was I was almost about to comment, and then I'm like, nah, I fucking even, shouldn't even bother. But then I, I saw, oh, there's already four replies under this guy's comment. And all the replies were the people who like me. All right, who backing you up. Backing me up. I'm like, oh, I fucking like this. Just so leave it they, alone, man. I just, I could stand back. And leave then I got alone. my my people out there helping me Dude, out. So shout out so to shout my, out to them, man. My Facebook followers, the Mikey O crowd, they do that for me on Facebook, bro. Fuck yeah, dude. When somebody comes in talking shit. That's what that, you that, need sometimes. Dude, my friends, your back. I don't even have to say anything. Yeah. My friends, who's this goofy motherfucker? Dog, who's yeah. this guy talking shit? They'll just eat him up. Good. And I just sit back and watch him. That's the best, man. That's what I like about that community, <laughs> though. But that's where I, I was going with the whole, when it said, like, you know, keep Mexican culture and Pilsner and keep that. I, I think it is, to, it's, it's, it's number one, it's trying to say, hey, stop gentrifying our neighborhood because you white hipsters are coming down here because it was cheap for you. But now developers go, ooh, white people yeah, feel dude. safe here. I, mean, I know white families. White people feel safe here. Let's start building shit up and everything and gets fucking, expensive and they got to move. That tax, that property tax. Yeah. Like. For a, for a family that's already paying three thousand a year on property tax to jump up to six seven thousand in one year, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's huge. In one fucking year, that's dude. big. That's twice. That's 100% so now you raise. now you go fucking six seven months without making a pay. You make you go a whole year without making a payment. Now there's a lien on your house. Yeah, some that you know they gradually lose their house over a two and then the development will buy you for less than it's buy worth. Buy you out get because the fuck out, so you they just need to be relieved of your shit. debt. And then they fucking put up another high rise and all yep. that stuff. And then your neighbor loses all character. I was going to say that I like, se I think segregation is bad in the sense that, you know, if you're black or Hispanic or any kind of minority, and you try to move into a white neighbor and they go, no, get the fuck out of here. That's terrible. Right. And that already happened. Yeah, that happened. I mean, that's how we, when we and moved into back of the yards. There was a lot of Polish people. Definitely. There was a couple that just stayed, you know, once one of the Mexican family moved in and once a black family moved in. They fucking Canaryville's dead. not as Irish as it used to be, right? No, 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 hell no. no. Now it's mixed. Like, there's a yeah. lot of Latinos. I mean, there's there still too. Irish people there, but I know there's a lot of like, Latinos now, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, the old, the the Irish people are the ones that like own four or five houses. There's some nice, really nice fucking houses. I know. You Bridgeport's go down two, three blocks right too. But even in Canaryville, like yeah. right off 47, like between Union and the train tracks, 
Oh, by that Catholic around? grade school over there? On the or other side. Grade school. Starts with a G. Gregory's? Oh, Graham. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you go, those little houses right there, all kept up, dude. Same family's been living there forever, like since the 60s. Like, nice. Didn't houses you live shit? over there when you first moved to the city? Canaryville is the second place I ever lived. You said it was a piece of shit. Bro. <laughs> Fucking crackhead came up to our Hell front yeah, door the wild. day we moved in. It's wild. <laughs> Tried to offer us crack while we were putting our couch through the front door, dude. I kind of like wild. hearing stories about people. No offense to James, but I've heard other stories, not you, but I've heard stories about people who are like, yeah, I moved to Chicago and I did enough research about the neighbor that moved into I mean, it. It was frightening. I'm like, oh, that's a, a little funny. About me, bro. I was a yeah. fucking idiot. I know, but Manny, I've heard other people. Manny from the sound, the sound guy from Comedy Bar. Yeah, yeah, Manny? yeah. Remember Manny? He's got like the. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think I remember him. That motherfucker Years moved. Ago, right? He moved into like 48th and Ashland over there. Can't do that. He said he lasted three months. He had no. to leave. And that's around where I live. I was at 48th and Halstead. Couldn't fucking do it. <laughs> had awesome. to get out. That is so awesome. You should have moved on the other side of 47th Street. You should have moved on 46th, 45th. That it's whiter and clean, a little I fucking. I mean, dude, <laughs> two blocks north of that. Oh, it makes a huge difference. Yeah, I Trust know. me, the south side's like that. Though. It the makes north a huge side doesn't difference. have that. The north side doesn't really have. I mean, part of uptown has a few little parts where you're like, oh shit. But and 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 Humble Park, obviously, because that's still north side, and 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 maybe uh, parts of like North Austin, that neighborhood, like by Galewood over there. But for the most part, like the South Side's famous for, you could be on a block where like this is a great block, and then you like turn the corner, and you're like, like what oh, the shit. fuck, dude? Went the other way. Oh shit, what's going on here? Like you, gay people need to move down there. If gay people move to the South and West Side, stops. they would fuck. There's, there's property a, there's a, to the roof. That's they're the best gentrifiers. The gays, the the gay Latino population is taking over Pilsen too. Yeah, they're opening up fucking tattoo shops. Little fashion boots. Pilsen's popular. And they're, right la- now. they're Latino gay people. Like, I know some of these kids. So they're, because they're the ones like, no, you ain't going to fucking gentrify this neighborhood because some of their grandparents, you know, have houses there. Yeah. So I'm like, we're starting to see a lot of that shit, which is cool. But man, Los, like, where my aunt lives in LA, when you think of real gentrification, it's insane up there, dude. Like, she lives up in the hills in an area called Glassell Park. Yeah, I know that. Right? It's, it's by Dodger Stadium. Nice fuck. Yeah, yeah, by Dodger Stadium. Yeah. Going toward Eagle Rock. And you yeah. already know how much it costs to live in Eagle Rock. Yeah, expensive. My aunt bought that house, I think, like in the 60s for like 25, 25 grand. Lived in it forever. It's worth almost like $1.2 million now. Because every, every white person is just with money is buying those fucking houses. And they're renovating them. They're adding floors to these fucking things. Because they're attached to like hills. Yeah, that area is popping right now. Because when I was moving, that area was still like, oh, all right. That's why know, I get mad fine, at my dad. But it wasn't, you know. I get mad at my dad. He's the only one that didn't fucking migrate to L.A. I'm like, you could have bought the house next door to her. Yeah, but then, would you have, have, then you wouldn't have grown up in Chicago. Yeah, I would have probably been a little bitch, like a little skateboard bitch from fucking Glass Hill Park. Yeah, dude. I would love to see you as a fucking <laughs> skateboard bitch. That I skateboarded here. I used to like skateboarding. I skateboarded for a little bit. I had a pair of Airwalks, which but I thought were super skateboard. comfortable. I did. I had a pair of Airwalks, and I loved Airwalks. Way better than Vans. I, I liked Airwalks back in the day. What I happened to Airwalks? Airwalks? That was a big They're, brand. They sell them at a... Payless, Are they Payless yeah. now? I won't guess who's going to Payless. This guy. But, but guess what? Get them now. Because Champion used to be sold at fucking Payless. And now they're huge again. And now it's huge again, bro. Yeah, Champion Sweater was at Payless. For 80 they bucks. were at like Kmart and Target. And now Champion is just through the roof. So you know buy your Airwalks now, bro, because they're going to pop up one day. Here's what I... Yeah, I believe that. Here's what I read about some of this stuff. Um, people were talking about like the power of influencers like on social media, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> how much reach do they really have? Uh, the Champion. Champion hired hot models to wear champion yep. sweat. They'd wear a champion sweatshirt that you know was with no was drawers. Big, under. But they were like, "Is this girl not wearing any pants? Because look at those long legs sticking out of that champion sweatshirt." And they paid those act, those Instagram models to do that. And then you got and all it these started hot, to blow it up. You got and all Adidas these did the same dudes. shit. 
You notice a few years ago, I mean, Adidas has always been really well, but Adidas was the first to start doing it like four, three, four years ago where they were paying like hot girls to wear their latest brands and stuff like that. And like dudes with a lot of followers as well. It wasn't just women. And it really blew it up. So if Airwalk's smart, they'll probably jump on that train too. Dude, I'm telling you, the champion was slick, bro. It all came, hey, did you notice this all came around like Netflix and chill? Right? Yeah. So they show a chick in a sweater, a long sweater, like pajama sweater. And now there's dudes like, oh, I'm going to buy my girl one of those. So we could cuddle and watch Netflix. <laughs> and then at least to get in the ass. Champion is not fucking stupid because there's nothing under that goddamn sweater. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man. You can't wear that sweater. You need a, you need at least a, a t-shirt under that sweatshirt, though, because that'll, the, the they'll, girl? they'll chafe your nips. That's I know that, that material. That <laughs> no. champion material. Imagine that, wearing a sweatshirt as a woman. The, that you have to peel off. Yeah, man. That, that'll hurt you. I, I can't. I, I as know. a man, couldn't wear a champion sweatshirt without an undershirt. So I got to imagine she's wearing at least like a little tank top underneath that sweatshirt. Otherwise, she's getting yeah. red nips. Hey, that's Dude. the point. Well, yeah, the but I don't know, man. <laughs> you don't want chafing, though. Chafing's different <laughs> than red. Chafing's... Although, man, there's something about a girl wearing... I think a T-shirt and underwear is like a hotter look than like an underwear. I'd rather T-shirt panties than panties like just boobs oh, out. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's something about a little bit of like hiding the imagination, you know. Yeah. I remember one time, um, uh, was like what school. you got under there, girl. <laughs> in high school, a friend had a Playboy that he like let me use or borrow. <laughs> um, what do you want? Need some whiskey? Yeah, yeah. You need some? All right, there you yeah. go, James. Hey, I was gonna yeah, say, man, I feel like a little get a, punk. Get a tug, Can you man. get a, a glass oh, for me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, dude. Hold on. Just put like a little shot or something in there. Yeah. All good, all good. So in the in the Playboy that he let me borrow, um, this is a good story, and James isn't here to alter the camera angle, so I'm not gonna get a clip out of it. Anyway, um, I, I can't kill the momentum of the podcast for that though. So yeah, in the back of the Playboy, there was like an ad for like Playboy merch, and one is she's wearing like a, a like a half sweatshirt, one that like it's like long right. sleeves but like goes like only and maybe like cut right here. But yeah, you see the whole like belly button stomach, maybe just a little bit past the, the bottom rib, the bottom of the boob, and it's like the bit. bunny. Maybe if she stretched enough, you could see the bottom right. of the boob. And she was wearing like the little Playboy winter hat and just you know underwear, and we're like, that is a fucking hot look. <laughs> that's a sexy. That that needs to be a thing, you know? Yeah, that's cool, bro. I'm trying to think what else is it. Let's, let's, creep, let's creep out the female listeners even more. You know what's cool about YouTube analytics? Yeah, ladies, 60% of, the, of the, my subscriber base is women. What? Dude, I'm getting so many serious? compliments from ladies. What's up? I'm married. They know Damn, I'm married. I got two daughters. <laughs> I got two daughters. They know it. I, I, rock, I rock the ring. Uh, but yeah, I'm a good dad. I'll walk your corgi. And... I don't know if it's 60% of the viewers or 60% of the subscribers. Yeah, women like the jokes. Men like the jokes, too. It's been... Um, There's a funny... We gotta, <laughs> dude, man. I'm telling you right now, dude. When are you are you planning on cutting another dudes. album soon? The what? Are you gonna cut another album soon at all? Yeah, man. I'm working on. Uh, I've been doing a bunch of long sets, trying to piece together a bunch of new shit. I mean, even Obviously, old the audio is important, other... but the audio, dude, fails in comparison to the actual video. The oh video yeah, 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 yeah. I got um, you know because you've been kicking ass on Instagram, dude. Video is all that matters. It's yeah, it doesn't dude. Even, the audio doesn't mean shit anymore. I'm trying to find this new. Um, like I know a couple guys with cameras, and I already talked to two of them. When I do the big clubs, like I'm doing a big show at Joe's in October. I'm supposed to get a headline night at the Improv. I'm going to do the Laugh Factory. I'm going to do a one-nighter. Kind of like, not to steal Andrew Schultz style, because everybody's doing I it. Stole it. I stole it. I admit it. No, I, I tagged him in a tweet saying I stole his style. You know, And he was here this weekend in Chicago. I wanted to get a couple people on it who saw him to talk about it. But, you know, anyway, and that's how that's how Bill Burr discovered me anyway. So yeah. I want to fucking just keep doing that. Where, like, Leslie Jones is starting to like all my... 
a lot of my clips. What? Yeah, like I'll, I'll post a good clip. On, well, on Instagram on or Instagram. YouTube? Instagram. Instagram. IGTV. Like, because like, you could post long clips now with IGTV. Yeah. <coughs> so How's she following you? Have you met her in the past or something? She started following me when when the Laugh Fact, when the two Laugh Factory clips went viral. Nice. She liked the one about the Halloween, about trick-or-treating in the suburbs. Oh, cool, cool. She was like, this shit hilarious, and started following me. I'm like, oh, thanks, Les. And then she liked another one. I, I just recently put up another one. She liked that one. So she's Bill, a great example of like persistence because yeah, people don't. She's older than Snoop. She's like fifty three, man. Leslie Jones is. Yeah, dude, look her up. Well, she's her fucking age. crushing it, dude. I didn't think she. Was Nobody she knew was who she was shit, until she was forty nine. Like you know, it shows you to stick with it, right? I saw her yeah. first special years ago called "That Problem Child." It was on Showtime. Yeah, her Showtime. And she was, was funny like, as fuck because I like ghetto shit. I like. Yeah, but shit. it was like three or four years ago. She really hasn't been a, a much of a name more than five no, years. She had or so. a. She had a. Did she she had a spot? Showtime special she, years ago, dude. Look it up. I when did it come out? Probably like 09. 09, really? Yeah. I didn't think she had anything before. She had something like about 10 years ago, man. 2014. I, I guess if you Wikipedia her, it'll have her discography or whatever the fuck that word is. I always mess up that word. Discography? Discography? <laughs> discography. Yeah. discography. Yeah, like I like yeah, hood 2010. shit. 2010. Holy shit. She's 2010 in Showtime? All right, cool. Yeah. See, nice. I used to like hood shit like that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's funny as shit. So she how old is she? What's her age? Uh, she is 67, 1967. So what is that? 51. Oh, damn, Holy we gotta do fuck. 51. I thought she was a little older. Yeah, but she got SNL at 47. She was in her 30s, dude. She, she got SNL it. at 47. It's crazy. That's right. dope. I think she's got to be one of the oldest cast members. I started comedy at 26. It took me until 30, 40 years old to fucking get discovered, dude. That's amazing. And just busted but, my ass. But that just, it shows everyone's got and a I, different path. You know what's nice about that, dude? Think about this shit. And I'll equate it to something James sent me the other day. There's this that YouTube analytics website you check out. Social Blade. Social Blade. He sent me a thing going, hey, dude, if you keep on this track, after five years, you'll have over a million subscribers. And then you were like, well, obviously, let's try to get there sooner. Yeah. But then I actually thought to myself, five years from now, I'll be 39. And if I have a million subscribers at 39, I'll be super, super happy. Exactly. Because I'll have a million subscribers going into my prime. Uh, we talked about this last time you were on the podcast. I'm in my prime right now. The first time you were on the podcast, I know because I did my homework earlier today. I re-listened to when you were first on the podcast, which I should do when I have returning guests. Otherwise, we talk about the same shit. Um, you and I were talking about like Chris Farrell and stuff like that. And then we were talking about like comedy and musicians and partying. A musician's prime is like their 20s. Comedian's primes are our fucking 40s. Yeah, because we're more Dude, intelligent. You're just entering your prime, and bud. we're better writers. Yeah. We, we've lived a little more life. You got stuff to talk about. You're just not talking about drinking beer and shit. Yeah. So, you like, it, it, to me, it doesn't matter because uh, well, we could always point, well, this person did, like, Conan at 26. And I go, yeah, but by the time you, yeah, you're you doing fucking Comedy Central at 39, 40, and then them at 39, 40, it's you'll you'll be, they're, they're, you'll be either, you might be past them or you guys will be equal and it won't even matter or they're they, you know they're doing like they're strictly fucking, casinos and yeah yeah man like everyone's uh, got their own path there's no right or wrong shit. way to do this shit i don't want to do that i want to be i mean when you look at all the all the dudes that are really working in comedy right now <clears throat> like mark Marin, little rel fucking andrew schultz he's probably one of the younger guys but he's still not fucking and even he's 38 yeah. what is he 37 38 yeah. yeah he's not even 24 no Fucking Santino. Uh, I, I was meeting all these motherfuckers over there. It was weird. Jezelnik. That's why I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, I'm 40. I'm just slightly younger or the same age as these dudes. I'm like, I'm already at that level with jokes. Just got to be around them more often. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I crushed that night at the comedy store. Everybody was like, awesome shit, awesome shit. Crushed in front of everybody. So that's why I feel like, like I was sitting there like, if I would have been trying to do this at 35, it wouldn't have went as well. 
Yeah, you I, mean, I mean, it could have went another way. They would have been like, this dude sucks. Or, this dude needs shit. I fucking murdered. Like, easily. I saw a big-ass crowd, and I was like, all right, just do your fucking hot-ass 12 minutes. There you go. Like we do here on a Saturday night in Chicago. Oh, it's no different. No different. Fucking, fucking murdered it, bro. No, nah, Chicago crowds are probably even better, smarter, and stuff like yeah, that, and too, it, and, and, and a little more chill. I, I like L.A. crowds a lot, though. I, I know well, com- That comedy store main room The main room's great. I know. I, I remember I, I did a few main room insane. spots. They were a fun fucking group. Um, and it was an all-things comedy uh, lineup. So the show was like almost sold out. Yeah, for sure, man. They got it was dope. Bill Burr and El Magical started that, and they got such an insane roster of talent. They put out great podcasts. They're putting out great content. But that's what was you know, cool. Like, you got to tip your hat to all things comedy. The the greatest thing about it was like the feeling of when I walked off stage. I was like, I was ready for that shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to pitch them my special. You know what I mean? Yeah. They kind of okayed it. We got to you know, we're in preliminary talks, so they know that I'm that I'm ready, and I'm way more confident than like. Hey, you got 30 minutes special? Fuck yeah. I got two 30 minute specials. It's tying into one one hour special. But I'm really like, pitching I'm to Comedy ready. Central. You're pitching to no, all, all things. things. Com- all things. Yes. They're, uh, they're the ones producing this shit. Yes. Yeah, so all things comedy, would they be, hopefully, they're smart enough to break the special into clips? Well, see, I don't know. I don't I think that's all that matters. We're, we're now, very man. preliminary. Preliminary. Talks, yeah, we, yeah. All right, cool. We, we, yeah, we'll have to get to that after my next trip. Yeah. So. Take your time on that shit. No rush, man. No but, rush. you know, the, the good thing is. And those of you listening who aren't comedians, apply this to your life. The good you want to be is, a butcher, you can be a butcher at 40. If you want to be a fucking carpenter, get a hammer and nails and start fucking up, and then you'll get good. Yeah, you know what's funny, man? I got I to gotta get Kristen to me. I was telling her the story about how shit just came to be. And she's tripping out, man, because it started with business cards, bro. You know what I mean? I, I did the taping. I got a few business cards. And you know those L.A. motherfuckers are, call me. Call me when you're in L.A. I called one guy. He fucking answered. We set up a meeting. We talked. Nice. Came back to Chicago. I was sitting in the car all fucking depressed. Let me call this guy. Answered the phone. Joey, what's up? And I'm just like, oh, I'll be in L.A. in two weeks. I didn't even have it planned yet. I got a buddy pass. Oh, fucking come by the studio. We'll talk. Cool. Met him. He's the CEO of All Things Comedy. Awesome. Went to lunch. Cruising around his fucking BMW. Showed me the studio. He's like, you can come in here when you want to pitch ideas. So, you know, he basically, like, you're in. You're part of All Things Comedy family. The shit's going to air, and it's going to be insane. So once that shit airs, like, I'm fucking in. Because I murdered the taping. I yeah. destroyed the fucking tape. Here's what... That's why they're cool with me. Now, again, I don't know a lot of shit, but I feel like I've been giving myself, a, like, a master's course in a lot of this stuff over the last month or so. When that airs in January 2020, you need to make sure you have... What, however, like, you, you build up your YouTube. Because when people watch that, oh, they're I like, am. this guy's fucking great, they're going to immediately go online to your YouTube. Yep. We've got a few friends who have done some Comedy Central stuff over the last few months. Yeah. And... I love them to death, but people but can't I was find cu- their shit. I was curious. I'm like, oh, that's popping on Facebook right now under Comedy Central stand up channel. Let's see what so and so has on YouTube. And I look them up; they got nothing. And or see, if they a have a channel, it, there's one video that they posted six years ago, and it's crappy, right? and see, they don't even title right. All my traffic is coming through fucking Instagram. It's a trip. It's crazy yeah, how much traffic I've gotten in March, in February, dude. I swear, in February, I had 1,215 followers or something, right? I got fucking 5,560 followers. That's big, man. Dude. That's big, and that's only going to compound. February. That'll compound, too. And the crazy that's thing awesome. is, they were from retweets. Like three grand more than me, four grand more than me. Like fucking Leslie Jones shared one of my jokes. Uh, just the other day, you know um, Sirius XM, what, uh, Rude Jude. 
He's got the show, All Out Show. Oh, okay. He used I don't to know be him, for oh, Remember yeah? he used to come out on Jenny Jones' show, Rude Jude, he's a white guy? Sounds familiar. He would come yeah. out and roast people. He's a funny guy. Oh, nice. He's got a popular show called All Out Show on SiriusXM. He shared my vegan bit, but I changed my Instagram name. So he's like, what's my man's Instagram? You, know, you mentioned Popeye's in that vegan bit? Yeah, yeah. Post it again. I should post it again. Fuck yeah, you should post it again. Yeah. Yesterday. Straight up, right? I, I, I'm going to make sure before you leave tonight, I'm going to make sure well, don't post it because people are sleeping right now. But no, no, you know what? I, I set keep a timer. reposting it. Post in the morning. Post it again. Popeyes is trending right now. Straight it might, up. I'm it might tag get, those motherfuckers. No, because Instagram has that Explorer page. You know what I mean? If you hit the search button, it takes you to a page where it just got shit going on. If, if you have, <laughs> if you have tags up. that are trending, it'll fucking go on. Damn, but that joke's already on Comedy Central. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I know. Right? You're on the rights, right? Yeah. That Comedy Central shit? No. For the, I had to take it but out of my album. Okay, but like that, but you still have the clip on your Instagram. Yeah, I still have the clip. on Would my they Instagram. be mad if you shared it again right now? I don't know yet. That's what I'm worried uh, about. Well, maybe I'd find out about that just for. Like, oh yeah, the I'm gonna ask the, it. I'm gonna. I was gonna like you know Matthew you, Bright even told me to ask, make sure I ask about it because they're the ones sharing it on their page. Yeah, that yeah, I definitely so, give that a give no, that a, a yeah because even I should just do it right now. What if Popeyes offered me some money just for that piece? They might just for that part. But I just know if you have a trending. I've been more keen on that right now. Like, I've got a bit right now that has something to do with a lot of shit going on, and <laughs> I'm mad that I don't have it filmed yet, because as soon as I'm going to get it filmed, I'm doing Laugh Factory at the end of the week, I'm doing it on Friday, I want to get it filmed, and hopefully I'll have that bit up Monday. I'm no longer possessive of my jokes the way All I right. used to be, because now I'm like, some people are like, that's a great bit though, man, wouldn't you want that on your next album, or wouldn't you want that on like, your next like tour, or whatever the fuck you do? I'll write another one. They're not going anywhere. That's how I feel about people saying, hey man, somebody's doing your premise, or you I'll write a fucking whatever. I write another one. Fuck. Yeah, I don't. Unless they straight I, up stole your joke. But. Yeah, if they steal the joke, then it's like fuck you because you don't want someone getting away with being lazy and getting. Yeah, but you know, like the parallel credit, thinking yeah. shit. Like, hey, I heard two comics with that same premise. Fuck it, I'll write Probably another a joke. A lot. Like we were just watching Chappelle special a little bit before. Everyone go watch it. I've watched forty five minutes of the hour and it's it's pretty fucking fantastic. And I would like to talk about Chappelle with you, but he talks about Michael Jackson. And even his one thing was funny, but it was similar to a lot of people. Yeah. I'll say what it is. A lot of people I've seen, I've heard 10 comics do a whole thing where it's like, you know, there's a lot of people have been molested, but the guy wrote Thriller, so it's fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> he kind of does that in a sense where it's like, you know, everyone in this room has gotten molested, but it wasn't by the king of pop. Yeah. You had an awkward Thanksgiving. This <laughs> thing about the kid who got his dick sucked by Michael Jackson. He gets to tell everyone at school the next day, got my dick sucked by Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> guy's amazing. You know, all that kind of shit. So I mean, it's funny, but it's similar yeah, to a lot yeah, of other true. stuff, you know. But I used to have it when I, I remember when I first started stand-up thinking, oh, I remember when I had my first good 10 minutes. Like, this is a solid 10. Shit. What if I never read a better joke right? than these first 10? What if my first 10 was the best 10? Oh, my God. I'm so – we've see, been doing it long enough. We're see, so far past that. My, Here's our the thing, best, though, our best is yet to come, dude. The re- and the reason why is because we, we talk about real life, dude. Like, somebody could say, oh, I've, I've fucking heard a million vegan jokes. Yeah, but you never heard the story about my gangster sister who's vegan. Yeah, no, that's an original joke, kiss man. kiss my ass. Yeah, it's you know an original I mean? fucking joke. Yeah, well, I like, have we a pro, talk about I used real to do shit. a pro-vegan joke, in which no one really does. Because right. most people just <laughs> shit on vegans. And I, I don't shit on vegans in the joke. I don't yeah, you really don't. You just talk about, like... How she's a crazy fucking Because it's like... <laughs> like you were about the chickens, you fucking tried to kill somebody. Like, yeah, you were know. about chickens and shit. Yeah, that's I love that joke. That's that's really that's funny, the one right? that's gonna be on comedy. Yeah, all right. Well, you got a little taste, everybody. <laughs> um, so yeah, with Chappelle, uh, I wanted to talk about. I still don't. To me, he's on the Mount Rushmore of stand-up comedians. Oh yeah. People don't even realize the four, the first four specials he released on Netflix came out within a calendar year. Within a fucking calendar yeah. year, those came out. Chappelle is forty-seven you know, years old, forty-six years old. 
And he is like, he's been in his prime for a little while, but I think he's way better than he was when he did like Kill Him Softly, which was still a great fucking special. That's his best on. one. Even till day, I think that's it. I know. Because that's the silly fucking smoking weed with, you know, now he's more conscious about what's I think, going well, I think on what made life. that one fun was he wasn't super famous yet. Yeah, that's he right. Was he was just a famous. fun dude. He was a fun dude. He was obviously famous enough where whoever, HBO or Comedy Central, I remember who did it, gave him a special. Not that that and to means guy, everything. And to people of us like our age, that joke it was that, fucking hilarious. And even, I remember someone trying to hate on it. They are like, you did a Monica Lewinsky joke. I'm like, yeah, that came out in the year 2000, though, which means it was probably recorded yeah. in 1999, which means it was it's only, only four a years, year. five years old after that. No, Monica Lewinsky was 1998. So oh, yeah, many, true. Yeah, fucking, yeah, you know, if you years. recorded in 99, it was like a year after that, which is totally acceptable. But it was, that is still the quintessential, the best joke about that subject because he talked about how he, the angle he took. He said, think about how famous Bill Clinton is. He's so famous, someone sucked his dick, and then they became famous. <laughs> he goes, imagine being able to say to a woman, hey, suck my dick. There's a future There's in it for future. you. Like, perfect, perfect joke. And he's still writing a lot of jokes that are like that. But because of the climate right now, he's hitting on some issues that people look to get mad at. So that Michael Jackson joke that we just I just <laughs> kind of ruined for you guys a little bit. Not really, because he goes way deeper than what I even said. I was on Twitter a couple hours ago, because I'm a moron and I still scroll through that shit. And I, someone who I don't follow, but a couple people I do follow liked it, basically said that Dave Chappelle is now a pedophile apologist yeah. wow. because of his Michael Jackson joke in which he said he didn't believe. I'll, I'll tell you more. Why not? He didn't believe Michael Jackson did it. He goes, I don't believe he did it. Um, because why wouldn't he molest Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> he's like, that was like the cutest kid ever. And you didn't molest him. And he's like, if I were a pedophile, that's the first guy I'm fucking, you know. Um, it's a hysterical it's a joke. It's joke. a joke, too. Jesus Christ. That's what makes it funny because it's so ridiculous. It's outlandish. And you and the audience know. That's what kills me, too. It'll be an audience full of people laughing and their and ass off. And some dick on Twitter doesn't enjoy it. And he thinks, like, can you believe he did this joke? Yeah, I can believe it because the thousand people were dying in front of him. Like, comedians at the end of the day are just trying to make people laugh. You know, that's really what we all care about more than anything is making people laugh. The, see, you can make a point along the way, great. But at the end of the day, we want the fucking chuckles. And, and outside of that, all right, like, how many years ago did the, did the Chappelle show come out? It came out like in 02, right? 03. I think it went like 02 or 03 to 04 or 05. It, yeah. it did like two, two and a half years. I think yeah. it did two seasons and okay, they like so lost episodes. Did you, if, you did, if you watch the Chappelle show and then you see what he's talking about now, it's kind of the same shit. He's just an older, more conscious dude about it. Because yeah. there was some wild shit on that show. There was some crazy fucking shit about everything. Yeah. Dude. About gay that? people fucking... The, the, uh, the whole fucking joke he about... He made fun of midgets. He made fun of fucking... The black blind guy the, the that was in the black, KKK. That's some genius and shit. that was the first episode, too. He, he made was that in the Clay, first episode? Clay Bigsby. Clay Bigsby. He made a statement. He even said, like, in the intro to that episode... He's like, like we might get canceled. I'm making a statement with this bit, so buckle up. That man. was the funniest shit Him ever. Him and Neil yeah. Brennan were absolute geniuses yeah. with that, because Neil Brennan co-created the show and probably, that's I think, wrote, like, 80% of it. The, Neil Brennan was Larry David of Chappelle Seinfeld. Definitely. Yeah, he was. And I, uh, the Mad Real World was another fucking oh, yeah, genius. That was, oh, man, yeah. That was a genius that fucking was episode, funny. dude. Like, when he got out of jail. Also you know, ridiculous. Like, so that's what I mean. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tyree. Oh, okay. I don't feel safe. <laughs> yeah. The fucking uh, Lysol. That was, he did the R. Kelly. Lysol is my whole Lysol. The R. Kelly fucking bits and stuff like dude, that. Dude, the Rick they James did, like, on cocaine. He made John Mayer, like, a big name in the comedy yeah, world. Yeah, that's right. John Mayer was first on that because Chappelle and John Mayer are still buddies. And then he'd have like fucking like most deaf and yeah, all the remember, musical acts, too. musical acts. Yeah, Kanye. So it was like Kanye. they made fun of some wild shit. We had fun. 
It's that's oh, it's Dave Chappelle. Music. Dave yeah. Chappelle just has never changed. Dave Chappelle, just the other the way day, he views things and makes fun of it's never changed. He's just older, and you know he's conscious about. It. He kind of t- he takes it in a route like All right, I know y'all motherfuckers are gonna get mad, but I'm gonna go there. Yeah, fuck. Back it. then it was just like this is it, and, and you know fuck it if you don't like it, bam. People still groan, but it wasn't like today. He where eases those groans have turned into let's cancel you. Yeah. So exactly. what, what I love about Chappelle is that he he's always done really nice humanitarian type stuff. He had a he had a concert, a free concert for the victim, like for people in Dayton, in Ohio, because Dayton was one of the two the cities that had shootings like the same day, and said and got on the mic and said all this inspiring shit. Had like all these famous people come. Yeah, Stevie Wonder performed. There, Chappelle obviously performed. Bunch of musical acts. I think Kanye was there. And it was incredible. They they love him. Yeah, he lives in Ohio. He lives in a small town in Ohio. You know what I mean? That's what's nice too. When you become a huge name, you can live wherever you want. Like Doug Stanhope yeah, lives yeah, in yeah. Bisbee, Arizona. You can fly anywhere. Dude. Like, you can live wherever the fuck you want. Fly yeah, out. Like if I get that rich, I'm I'm living in fucking Oakland, Illinois, man. Fuck that. I still want to be close to tortillas and shit like that. Yeah, man. nice. But then you just fly that fly into the place you need to fly into. Yeah, exactly. Air, so nice. Midway airports right there. Yeah, man. you know, I mean, people who listen to this podcast for no long, long time know that I champion Chicago a lot, and it's not like a whole. You know, being a fr- you know, I lived in LA for a few years. I liked it a lot, but I, I chose family because I had a great upbringing here, and I started my first son was born in LA. It wasn't like we weren't planning. Let's have the kid be born here and then <laughs> move across the country with a fucking infant because he was yeah, two yeah, and a half months old when we moved back. No, that wasn't what our plan was. I, I, we made the decision late in the pregnancy that like, hey, what's best for us and our family right now is to move back to Chicago. And um, it just so happened that when the maternity leave ended, it made sense to go then because, you know, you might as well take oh, free yeah. money, right? Um, yeah. So, like, but I get the – I champion Chicago because I, I get mad that I don't hear about bands. No band is like, oh, I have to leave Seattle. Like, Nirvana and Pearl yeah, didn't yeah. have to leave Seattle to go to fucking L.A. That's they got York. tour buses and jets, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know these big boxers. Like, Canelo Alvarez still lives in Mexico. Like, you know what I mean? There's like well, – like when I you, think he does at least. I don't know. I'm quoting. I'm maybe full of shit with that one anyway, though. Like when you plan your comedy future, right? You're always like, oh, where do I want? You know how people are, where do you want to end up at? Where do yeah. you want to end up at? It's always where do you want to end up at? I just want to end up in the fucking bank performing, man. I just want an audience. Perform. I just want, I want to go everywhere. I'll go all over the fucking, I want to go over the fucking world. Exactly. But I want to, I want to, I want my shit to stay in Chicago. But I will, like if somebody says, hey, we got this show we want to hire as a writer. You got to live in L.A. for three months. I don't mind that. Yeah, I'll go live there for three months. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to be like, I'm packing my shit and fucking moving to L.A. I did like 10 seasons, and I think I'd maybe eventually do that. But then I would still keep but a residence You would here. still be coming back. and forth. You would yeah. still have a home here. I'd you know summer I mean? in Chicago and winter in L.A., which is the dream. I'm, that is the fucking I'll dream. still have my fucking house in the ghetto, man. I'm going to put a big goddamn moat around that motherfucker. Yeah. With alligators and chihuahuas. Gangbangers don't like chihuahuas. Um... So, yeah, so Chappelle dropped that today. I see, like, there's already people, like, hating on it. But what's great is that he calls them out in the special. So that's what cracks me up. Because he tells them. Like, he you're not... his, his one joke makes fun of the whole cancel culture. And yet there are still people who are just like, could you believe he did this? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can, actually. And what I don't get is the people watching that special don't like him. So why are you watching it? Why are you it? watching it? Are you trying to put yourself through an hour of misery? No, you, it's because, like, like, let's see what he's talking about. Yeah, did you really think, hmm, I bet this is a special where Dave goes very fucking Christian. Or like, what do you, like, they need a new gonna, blog. They need a new fucking blog yes. to write. Them and That's their friends, they ran out is. of shit to get angry about. Now mm-hmm. they need something new. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Instead of saying this about. dude's full of shit and tra- changing the channel. That's all it takes, bro. That's what I wish this people would do. This dude's full of shit and change the channel. And I mean that for fucking people on the on the left and people on the right. Because people on the right used to be like, I want to cancel that. Seinfeld did an episode where Elaine went to uh, 
a lesbian wedding like when they first started. They got flack from there. They get flack from the Christian right. That's conservative. So change the fucking channel to that side and to this side, you know, change the channel. What I don't get about <laughs> comedy, so-called comedy fans, is that whatever new piece of comedy comes through, they feel the need to they have to consume it and critique and all that. I've never watched Nanette, Hannah Gatsby special. Never seen it. You know what I mean? It's not, Why not? I, Why not? I'm sure Why they're not, Joe? I'm sure Why they're not? fine. Are they, they, do they go by they them? I'm sure they're fine. But it's I kind of got the I, I saw the trailer and from the trailer I'm like nah probably not my thing. It's not your thing. I'm busy. I got enough going on. Like if you're into country music, you don't listen to the latest fucking punk I rock I album. I fucking hate you country the, music. Yeah, so you hate country and country music fans probably don't like the shit you like. Yeah, that's fine. I don't give a fuck. My point about bringing up music is that it's all one genre. Actually, you know what kills me about this is I've had this thought for a long time. But then I, I was talking about this to a friend. They're like, oh, yeah, Rogan said the same thing on his podcast. I'm like, all right, great. Now I'm ripping off Rogan on my own podcast. But he's right. Joe Rogan's fucking right. There's a reason he's getting 95 million yeah, yeah. downloads a month or whatever. He's right. And I, I see this. I just, I just can't imagine what kind of miserable life that is. But I think you're right. It's just for attention. And the thing that's making the climate so bad right now is that you can't just be in the middle. You can't just say, like, oh, I hate a lot of this, but I think that's a good idea. You can't say but, or because now you're what? You're not not with us. Look, you know what happened with the whole comedy bar shit, right? No. Where we had these fucking whack ass open mic comedians trolling people that were headlining comedy bar with the whole "you're gonna work for a woman meaner" and all that bullshit, right? So I was getting slack on Twitter, whatever the fuck, and then I somebody got into it with Jonah on Facebook. Jonah Jerkins is on the podcast, Jer- everybody. And he's a good dude. Yeah. So Jonah, it's all right. Uh, <laughs> I like Jonah. Great you know, producer. so Jonah, Jonah comes at the guy like, "Hey, you know, people, you know, are addicted to shit. And people change or whatever the fuck." He's like, "My, you know, my mom died of heroin or whatever." And this guy comes back. I don't give a fuck. You work for a woman, Peter. You're a piece of shit. You got to answer to me, me, me. Is this people who don't work there and they're jealous? They're, they're not jealous, but they're whatever. yeah, they're open micers that are fucking whack, just Facebook shit talkers, bro. So now they're fighting. And I and I come in to defend Jonah because I got shit from one of them the year before. He tried to post that, oh, you're gonna speak out about Louis C.K., but you're gonna go work for a woman beater. And I knew who it was. I knew I knew he was talking about me. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck all them guys. So when I read that comment about the guy going at Jonah, I was like, dude, who the fuck are you? I'm like, first of all, nobody knows who you are. You're not even from Chicago, and you're talking shit to somebody who's trying to explain something to you. I go, and you're talking about. Like whooping people's asses. Like I think I know what you're talking about. We'll talk, we'll talk about. You know what I mean? Like we'll you, you're coming at people like you're ready to beat people up. You know what I mean? People started ripping him up. So my thing is, I look at their profiles. They don't perform anywhere, right? You could tell these dudes do not get any kind of ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big part of it. it Growing be. up, not getting any ass will fuck your head up. All right, and. You could tell they're that they're always defending women to the extreme. I'm talking to the yeah, because they think that's I'm their end. That's yeah. their fucking so end. You can see it they so f- fucking far away, bro. That's why, like, we don't see it, bro. So they're coming at at us with that angle, and we're looking at it from that from this angle. Like, dude, you're doing that shit so the girls could be like, "You're our hero," and they're still not gonna fuck you, right? So we're we're shutting them down, dude, and we finally shut them down. They feel stupid, right? And then you know, I can still see some of them, but. Instead of me being, argue, I don't argue with these dudes. Sometimes you read some shit and, you know, you want to be like, you motherfucker. No, it's the same shit. 
unfollow, unfriend. Don't look Snore at their them. bullshit. Yeah, ignore them. I mean, yeah, that stuff. You don't uh, need to see that Anything that bullshit. brings you any kind of negativity or gets you all riled and up. It's, and it's comedians, though. It's comedians doing it. So it's like the same asshole in your office. Yeah. The asshole in the cubicle next to you just being a negative piece of shit in the office. That's how I look at it. Like, you know what? I got to get away from your Well, I looked at Twitter this way where everyone always responds and they'd be like, oh, look at this person, sec. Can you believe this shit? And I look at that person. I'm like, who the fucking cares? You know what I mean? Like, I, I used to take the blue line to work in high school in the summer. I had a summer job working downtown. And you know how many fucking crazy people would be on the platform of the, the you know the subway just talking shit and saying nonsense? Yep. I wasn't being like, oh, my God, can you believe what they said? This is what the world's coming to. No, no I'd be like, no, they're a Let crazy the moron. I'm going to ignore them. I'm going to stand over here because they smell like yep. shit. Like, I'm gonna go That's like- what these people, these people on Twitter, if you could smell Twitter, they all smell like shit. <laughs> right? It's so annoying. I'm like, yeah, stop retweeting every fucking dork you see someone yeah, say right? something stupid about. So and then nobody, like, nobody gives a fuck about the retweet. Like, no, nobody even too, liked it. Remember when fucking... Um, Oh, there was like, oh, there's going to be a, a black girl who's going to play Ariel in the yeah, Little yeah, Mermaid yeah, yeah. People remake. Are losing their shit. People are losing their shit. And I'm like, stop retweeting. The na- and they go, this is what people think. I'm like, no, that's what that one person thinks. That one person's pissed off. You're retweeting them trying to cast a wide fucking thing because you're trying to get more attention for yourself because yeah. you're a lonely fuck too. And it's- now you were the first one. To yeah, it. dude, it's like it's a race to see who could be more miserable. That's what it is. They're all just trying to like out misery each other. And dude, it's so annoying. Imagine watching a comedy special. Think about that. Saying that sentence out loud. I'm watching comedy, a comedy, exactly. comedy. The word comedy special, and I'm gonna comb through it to just find to things mad. that anger me. Good <laughs> God. Tell me we don't need another fucking plague or something like that. <laughs> now I'm sounding like Bill Burr, who discovered Joey via Gomez, everybody, on fucking Instagram. We do need a plague. Because Bill Burr's the shit, and that's how he looks for I his talent. It's not through, oh, this person hangs out here, or this person talked about someone <laughs> over here. It's, no, I'm going to go fucking where people like shit. And the thing that's is- why I do like social media. That's where YouTube and Instagram are great. I, 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 I've talked about this. Instagram models are my favorite models. Because it's oh, actual, yeah, re- it's regular people going, I want to bang Matt. She's hot. It's not some fat asshole in a Manhattan office going, this is what beauty should be. Hell no. Six foot two with no ass. Like, you know what I mean? It's like <laughs> other people saying like, no, I want some curves. I don't care if she's five, and three it, or five, fucking, nine. The, the Instagram algorithms are dope, dude. Like you hit this, you know, you hit the little mic, uh, the microscope to, to search. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're already thinking like that, fat asses, jiggly, normal chicks with fat asses. <laughs> Bam, that's what pops up, bro. Or hashtag and jiggly. I'm always thinking uh, like about food and fat asses, and that shit pops up. Bam. No, they know, man. They fucking, fucking brisket, know. fat ass, brisket, big old titties, man. It only creeps you out when it's something you don't like. You ever <laughs> search something you didn't want to search, but you're like, I got to search this. And then the rest of your, like, the Facebook ads on the sides are like, hey, do you want more of this? You're like, no, I didn't want that in the first place, you fucking creep. Why are you, why are you, ugh, man, you're ruining it for me, man. It's. <laughs> I know. I feel like I rally against that social justice warrior. I, I realized, James, I used to. No, here's the thing, too, It's been Joe. an ongoing theme. I'm sorry, Joe. It's been an ongoing theme where I, I talk shit about that aspect of social media, but it's really just the social justice warrior type person. And with the Chappelle special today, it reignited that fire in me where I'm just like, come on. Yep. Like, I've learned not to care, but I've also just, I want the, I want to help those people. I want to help the person who's miserable and be like, hey, look, it's not for you. And that's fine, too. And that's the point I was going to make. All right. If you're going to get angry at people, you better fucking be out there doing shit because I've gotten heat from, there's a dude in my neighborhood, right? Opens up a coffee shop and I don't like his coffee. The coffee fucking sucks, but it's a Mexican dude from the neighborhood opened up a coffee shop. I get coffee from these Russian guys that open a shop near the black neighborhood in near the black people. But in back of the yards. So I would post like, oh, this new coffee's good. And he would give me shit. Damn, bro, and you're going over, over there with the gentrifiers. I'm like, first of all, your punk ass never came to this side of the neighborhood or whatever, right? So he would always give me shit. 
I made a joke about the alderman that was running in the neighborhood. I'm like, I hate these fake ass aldermen knocking at my door like Jehovah's Witnesses, whatever. Right? Yeah. Here he comes. Oh, what about the people that campaign are on this out in the cold, campaigning for these people, sweat, blood, and tears? That 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 right? Just coming at me, you know, like instead of just complaining from fucking Facebook, motherfucker. You know how many fundraisers me and Mikey O do in in a year? We raise money for women. We got a we got a fucking for battered women, fucking Latinas in, in action, dude. The gay rights. We've done police police shootings, like like cops have gotten killed, fire department, fucking Chicago public schools, school districts. I mean, park districts, even for Berwyn, Cicero. You're out there, dude, man. We've done we've been doing fundraisers for over ten fucking years, yeah. man. I produced three. I put together three today alone, from three Catholic schools on the south side. So it's like, dude, and we raise money, seven, ten thousand dollars for hockey equipment for little kids that don't have shit. So like he's coming at me like, dude, shut the fuck up. You don't even know what I'm doing. Because it's easy to type. So with these fucking I don't want to I'll tell you the names afterwards. No, no, I got you. These fucking comedians who are not even from here. You come into Chicago, you're telling us how comedy should be yeah. from your fucking bedroom, and you're you're scared to take your punk ass into any kind of neighborhood that we grew up in. You know what I mean? So it's like, dude, you're going to get slapped. Stay in your fucking room, dude, and shut yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, I love that. Like, that's how I feel about it. Here's where I do like the online community. Like, I read a thing about these these people who have, like, a rare disease, and they created, like, a, you know, a message board, and they were able to, like, get funding for their disease that no one gave a shit about because it's rare and it only affects a handful of people. That's where the internet's great. Like, the internet has got so many positive things. Like you were saying, Bill Burr found you on it. Like, there's so much good. Yeah, even, even a lot of promotions that me and Mikey do are huge. Yeah, you, I mean, internet. you know what I mean? I'm, my, with YouTube right now, I'm loving everyone who's watching my stuff, and I'm, I'm connecting with these people, and I'm having a great time. And, and, and I like people like, hey, you like something? Hey, I like that, you know? I'm cool. Like, Yelp, I make fun of Yelp a lot. <laughs> yeah. My only problem with Yelp is that no one policed it. All right, right, because like you know, people you people who are listening, you know, Yelp.com just where like user. You could just generate. go there and lie your ass. Yeah, off. that's what I couldn't stand about it. I'm like, these are businesses. It's a little different. Like if you know, if you want to go on, you someone's pay a group video of people to talk stuff. shit. I remember it was. I used to work at a bar, and they would they when people would go on there going, they don't even have this. I'm like, here we do. I poured it ten times yesterday. <laughs> what are you talking? Like I'm like, oh, you tried to bang a waitress, and she told you to fuck yourself, and that's why you're giving this uh. one star. Like, it's just stuff like that. Or I remember sometime. Someone gave it a. It was an Italian beef place called Roma's Italian Beef on Cicero. It's one of the best Italian beef places in the fucking city. It's great. Roma's. Roma's. Yeah, it's so good. And um, the guy comment commented, "Gohan, I'm giving it one star because they didn't have any vegetarian options." You walked into Roma's Italian Beef. Is that carnivore normative? Like what the fucking, fuck, dude? Like, come a, on, man. Give like, this fucker a a, a, a cup of Jadineris. It's like. <laughs> with a fucking fork. It's just like there's some shit where it's just like it's not going to be for you and that's okay. That's okay, everybody. I understand if Jesus. I go, if I went to a Mikey O show, which is a Hispanic audience, and I do some white jokes, they're probably going to bomb, and that's okay. I'm not going to blame the audience. I'm not going to say you're Latino normative or whatever the fuck it <laughs> you know I mean? It's ridiculous. Now you do well. I think you're I used well to do Mikey O shows. Well, yeah. You can put in a word from me again because no, I miss Mikey. The, we're going to do another big showcase. I'll put you on there. Because I, I, I used to do them for a couple of years there, and then I. I I we want, we I want to bring him. Uh, Someone told me if I would have canceled the day before the poster was made, he wouldn't have given a shit. But he made a poster of me on it for like a fundraiser at a Catholic school that was like in the neighborhood I grew up in. And I, I, didn't, right. I didn't go to that school, but I knew I went to a public school, but I, I knew a few people. Because this was up by Portage. It was like St. Roberts up on right. Austin, like in near Portage, yeah, and you know, like maybe a mile from Portage. We want to bring Mikey in and do like a live episode with him. So I've always respected the hell of Mikey. My, co- my cousin's wife, uh, uh, her family knows uh, them, but. Um, 
yeah, I canceled to do a weekend at the improv. But, you know, business wise, I'm no, like, no, no, fucking no. six he, shows for Swan. That's the thing. But yeah, I look, don't, I, honestly, don't play, I don't blame him though. If someone fucks with even Marty DeRosa canceled to do a bigger show, and Mikey understands that now. But back in the day, yeah, like a lot of those this clubs, been like 2011 a lot of those clubs did ha- did have beef with Mikey. Like the improv wanted me and him to run out there and run a fucking uh, Latino night. And it's like, dude, it's in Schaumburg. It's an hour away. The Latinos that we know here. Yeah. They're going to be like, nah, tell me when you're in the city better. Yeah, of course. You know, like, that's what we're going to get all the fucking time. So Mikey knew that. He's not stupid. I started doing one at the Laugh Factory. It was so hard to get the Latino community from the south side up front. Because even the, there's a Puerto Rican. I mean, the Latino community on the north side is still far from from, uh, the Laugh Factory. So it's hard to get those people into those communities. See, what you're saying is another reason why I love YouTube. I could put it out there and my audience can find it. Yeah, yeah. Or people who like my type of comedy can find it, you know? So, so my Mikey, audience, like I have one, but like, you know, the people, <laughs> I'm getting a big head already from this shit. No, but the people who like me, could, that's, it's right there for you. Yeah, that's well, see, well, cool here's about what it. Mikey had. Mikey had this fucking awesome relationship with the owner of Joe's, Ed. Yeah. And warm. Because that's not a Hispanic neighborhood. No, not at all. Not at all. But it's close, close enough to enough. Logan Square where Mikey's like, you want to party and comedy? Follow me. Started in the small room to the big room. Mikey O also had a couple other venues. Then we found the Polish bar on the south side that I ran with him for three years. So Mikey got to a point where he didn't need those clubs. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so he had this, around those times when you guys canceled canceled on him, he had some kind of resentment. So he I had get that. this. It was a fundraiser, too. I felt and, bad. And it, I didn't want to. And then people bought tickets, too. I remember getting no, messages it, going, where were you? And I'm like... Ugh. And was it your first one? It might have been the first one. He yeah, was like see? Me on. Yeah, like, I do. I feel like shit. But at the time, I was broke, and it was $600, just $100. But you know? he forget Mikey's guy, ADD, bro. Yeah. You could have hit him up three, four months later, like, Mikey, I'm I sorry. Should, yeah. Bam, he would have put you right back on. Well, I'll be like, We've all I done just that moved back him. from L.A. We've all done that shit to him. Yeah. All of us. It's good now, man. So yeah, he's a good dude. Like well, that. let's shift gears a little bit here, man. And on that nice note, but I want to, I want to, cause you're, I swear to God, dude, it used to be, there's so many more comedians <laughs> I could talk sports with and comedians. I, I feel like not as many of them are big as big as sports fans anymore. I love sports. Uh, yeah, you do. You said it like someone who does it though. <laughs> I love sports. Let's talk sports. Dude. I like, I like sport. Deportes. Deportes de Mexicano. You know what you sounded? I mean like soccer, bro. I started watching. I start for some reason I put, I, I was flipping through shit on Amazon. <laughs> I started watching Entourage. Just because I wanted the nostalgia of it. Yeah. I'm like, I haven't seen this show in like seven or eight years. Because when did it end? It ended like 2012. I never watched Don't it. Don't ask me. I didn't watch it. You never I watched, never it. watched it. ended like Entourage. 2012 Entourage. And I was like, fuck it. I'll kick it on. But the way you said, like, I love sports, you kind of sounded like Turtle. Turtle a little bit. Yeah. I don't know why. But, I love um, sports, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the show was, dude, the show could not exist today. Because the first, like, the first, the whole first season is so, like, kind of like. What year did it come out? It came out in 2004. And see, around that time. In 04, I never liked that show for the... Facebook wasn't around yet. Well, it was more because, like, where I grew up at. In 04, I was still into trap music. I hung out with a lot of fucking thugs, bro. Dude, but, like... Gangster music. So when I would watch this, I'm like, oh, these goofy, rich, white kids. I don't want to watch this bullshit. But I still... I mean, maybe you didn't get enough of a go, but when that show first came out... I was into The Wire. The Wire was my shit around that time. No, I get that. I get that. The Wire was great. But, like, I started watching Entourage, like, season two, and then I, like, was able to go back through HBO On Demand and watch season one. And I remember talking about it with my cousins at the time going, like, this show is fantastic because – or no, th- when the show got bad is when we realized where they fucked up. Right around season four, season four and five of that show are terrible. All right. Terrible. <laughs> season six and seven, they kind of came back. It was, it was a little fun again. But the first three seasons of that show, what made it great was 
imagine if you hit it big, Joey. You're in your mid-20s, and you're one of the biggest movie stars on the planet, and you, you hire your best friend to be your manager. You got your older brother who's kind of in the business, but it's like fading a little bit. You, you bring him along, and then you bring your best friend along for the ride. So it's like, I'm famous. Here's my entourage. I'm paint. There's episodes where yeah, it's I mean, like, I, I mean, I watched a couple episodes in the beginning. The one episode I was watching today was like uh, he was in the movie Aquaman, which opened big, like it set the box office record. So he was like, "Let's go buy some toys." They go to a fucking place and he buys them motorcycles. Or no, he bought them Aston Martins or he bought them motorcycles. How cool would that be? To just be able to be like, "Oh yeah, you, you like that watch? Well, you're I've known you since I was three. Here's Hell ten yeah, grand. Go buy. Like that seems that's where it was fun. It was like this cool fantasy. That people talk about it being a male fantasy. It was male because it was dudes, but I'm sure. No, the girls would do that shit too. Female entourage too. They could. They should do a female entourage reboot. Yep. You're welcome, HBO. I just no. There, there was fucking Sex in the City meets fucking Entourage type shit. Yes, I mean it's, Entourage was considered the male Sex We're, in the City in yeah, a way. But it, yeah, yeah, like just rich white girls just boning and, and the dudes are money. talking about pussy constantly. They're like, dude, exactly. Uh, that, are, she's a sweet piece of pussy, it, right? They're saying pussy all the time. And in Sex in the City, they're, they're talking about fucking left and right. No one cared about that, right? But I feel like if. It's just fun to me because I look at it like, and I know everyone, some people, the naysayers, will be like, well, you're a straight white guy. So, no, I'm looking at it as a person. As a person, I you know what? You do have that against me. I have that against you. You have that fucking straight white guy. I'm like the whitest. Now he's angry. Straightest. (laughs) Oh my God, he's violent. (laughs) I've I've had gay friends tell me I'm obnoxiously straight. So it's not even. I like like, how you ordered the Toy Story shirt, too, to calm down the fucking. You should be wearing like an anthrax shirt or something. <laughs> I'm not into metal, but uh, I don't. Like See, he's some not metal. even into metal. He's a calm, like, cool. Dude, I like like man. the popular metal, like Metallica and like um, Megadeth had some tracks back in the day, and yeah. Slayer. I like you know. But, Slayer uh, sucks. You don't, you think Slayer sucks? I do not like Slayer. Oh, well, that's I a love different metal. We don't have time for that, man. I, I do like some metal. I was uh, I was in Iowa. Slipknot's from Iowa. Slipknot. I love Slipknot's first Slipknot's album. That's good. First two albums I liked. Anyway, um, but like as I was saying though, with uh. I just want, like, when I hear people talk about, like, oh, like, like equality type shit, be real equality. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't want to admit it, but it's like, no, we want revenge. No, exactly. We want, like, you, we use, because, and when I get that, I fucking get that, dude. If I were in, in any revenge kind of. Revenge and reparations. Dude, if I were in a minority group, hell yeah would I want revenge. Exactly, dude. Dude, think about how, how much it must suck. How much it must suck to be, like, a seven-year-old black kid at, a, at, a, at school. And you're learning about slavery, and you're looking around going like, oh. so people who look like me and were it's a white fucking lady, slaves, and, and it's the a white, white lady, lady teaching you. that, and maybe the crop, maybe your class is mixed, and then you're you, you live in a be bad like, neighborhood, and you, and you walk out and blows, and then you're in a bad neighborhood, you live in a fucking piece of shit neighborhood that got nothing, the city doesn't give a fuck about, yeah, and you got to walk home. To your miserable life, and that's what people do. For no get. jobs in the area, gangs, like it's, it's crazy, dude. Like seriously, bro, people will never. Like the Gold Coast people, I'm not saying they're all racist, right? Yeah, no, I mean, they're not. But you know, there's a, there's probably one or two out there. Oh, for sure. More. There's more than one or two, but yeah, they're not all. Is what all right, I'm saying. You know how yeah. you got the the group of uh, black kids that are like stealing people's cell phones? And, yeah. And you got to profile people now, all right? Now, but there's two kids that are just with their mom, but their mom's looking through the window, and there's two teenage boys with dreads. You know, right away they're gonna be like, "Oh, watch out with this motherfucker." You yeah. Know what I mean, like, you don't know that they might live in a bad neighborhood. They get out of the neighborhood just to see this shit. Totally. I didn't know what the fuck was in downtown till I was like 17, dude. 18. I think you're going to say like a couple weeks ago, man. I got I, know, I, I didn't know kidding. white people were in downtown. Um, yeah, man. When That's... I got my city job, when I got my city job in 2001, I had no idea that there was that many Jewish people in Chicago. 
I still don't think my there are whole, that many Jewish people in Chicago. Well, I'm talking about yeah, my, whole building, my whole well, building. My whole building is a suburb. Yeah, my so whole building the was border fucking, of the city and parts of it. But well, the people that ran the arts department. Yeah, no, I Jewish. get that. Yeah, yeah, Chicago's not that Jewish. It's more. It's a huge Catholic town. But what I hear what you're saying with that, and I, I agree. I agree so much. It's there are a lot of people who really are racist who are like, "What the fuck, slavery under blah blah blah." And we know like. There was illegal real estate practices like redlining in cities was going on until the fucking eighties. Yep. I, I think there was just the fiftieth anniversary or sixtieth anniversary of the Civil Rights Act in which we made the way they could fucking like vote vote. vote you know, because there was like there was poll tax on voting. They were basically stopping black people from voting. There was the what was it, the compromise of something. Can't remember what it was. There was one president in American history, maybe maybe it was Hayes. I think it was Hayes, where he lost the popular vote and he lost the electoral college. So you're like, how did he become president if he lost both? They made a compromise, and the compromise was this. They basically, the South said, because the Republicans were Northerners. It's a compromise of 1850. Of 1850. Right. Was it of 1850? I think so. Senator Henry Clay and all that? No, that wouldn't have made sense because this was after the Civil War. Okay. 1871? 1877. 1877, compromise yeah, yeah. of 1877? Yeah, because you you it was the 76th election when you got inaugurated in like March of 77. The, the inauguration back then was you in March. You guys know your January. racist history, man. Well, I mean. Well, Google knows my <laughs> racist history. So, dude, look into look the Reconstruction period of the South. There were more black senators and black congressmen after the Civil War than there has been in, in the last hundred years. Yeah, you know why? Because they made black people black people were free, right? And they were allowed to vote, so they all voted and they put them. They put a black, they put black, a black person. In the South office. were like, "Well, fuck, this is bullshit." They because they were still racist. They were still upset. Yeah. They just <laughs> got their asses kicked. They lost a war, and so they were like, "Fuck," you know. And so that was the compromise. They were like, "Hey, we'll give you your president." Yeah, we know he lost the electoral. We lost the popular. We'll give you this. But you take all the fucking soldiers that are watching our polling places out of here. Because that's what kept the elections fair. They had fucking soldiers watching polling places. So if a black guy came to vote and some southern hick would be like, uh uh-uh, uh, boy, you get out of here. The a soldier, Nord, was a soldier would be like, no, I'm in the fucking army and I'm here to say. So they just don't basically stopped them from voting. Yes. And that's why there was this, all this problem. But, you know, if you're just some dude who lives in any major city. And you're thinking to yourself, well, what the fuck, man? No one I know is racist. And I'm, I'm watching you guys shoot each other every day and all this gang and stealing and all this stuff. It's like, when the fuck are you guys going to get your act together? Because yep. my, my third grade history class told me you guys have been free for a long time. It doesn't make sense. They don't know all the other stuff behind it. Because, again, like if you, if you don't see that or know it, the people in the but South see, know it. Here's another thing, too, though. But it, although southern southern white people or southern black people told me, like, oh, the racism in, in Boston and Chicago is worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So that's what. But but see, here's the thing, though. When you when you talk about what they're teaching these kids in history lessons, right? Not only do you talk about slavery, now you got to get into the whole civil rights movement. So, as a kid, you look at it like, holy fuck, it never stopped, even a hundred years later. No, yeah, it didn't. Now it really didn't. You got the shootings all over fucking videos, and there needs to be. There does need to be. You, know, you got cops shooting black kids left and right without guns. So it's it's I, it's just an, it's not done, dude. It's, it's not, not fixed. It's definitely not it's done. It's never been fixed. So I'll say this though. I'll say this though too. I you know when I had Brian Babylon on, he 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 was the one that really brought this to my attention more. So um, there does need to be some personal responsibility in those communities. No, there is. There, there does. does. There does need to be community. Brian Babylon when he was on the podcast at the time, they were talking parenting, about, dude. Yeah, so I'm big, big on parenting. There bro. was um they were having a march where they were going to march up Lakeshore Drive on the north side to try to close down Lakeshore Drive. It was going to be during a Cubs game, so they thought fuck up Cubs traffic. And Babylon, Brian Babylon was on the podcast like like episode like 15. It's a long time ago. We're on like episode 74. Everybody, and also check out the Patreon. I should have said that up front. I'm so bad at promoting the fucking Patreon. Got a lot of uh, bonus stuff up there. 
he mentioned he's like this is a waste that he got some flack from people for his Facebook post. He's like this is stupid. It's not people who are going to Cubs games who are shooting up our neighborhoods. It's nope. us. So there needs to be some fucking responsibility on our end to stop this stuff. And yeah, I agree with him. And you know, some people might get mad at me for saying that, but it's true. It's true. I look. There's it's it's such a multifaceted problem. See, I'm coming from the angle of a racist cop. No, and I get that. And that guy needs to stop being that way, too. Shooting somebody with 16 fucking bullets. Yeah, that was fucked up. No, that was fucked up, too. I'm coming from that angle. But I believe I was coming from that angle, too. But I'm a huge believer of what Babylon said, though. Because even in my neighborhood, I know parents, bro, like Mexican families. All right? They got kids. And their kids are six, seven years old. And their fucking heads already shaved with the long tail. That's the gangbanger cut. Six years old. Yeah. Haircut wearing the gang colors. And it's like that. the parents are the... These two pieces of shits are going to get that kid killed. That kid has no chance in life anymore. I know, it's depressing. Without him getting out of that fucking house, that kid has no chance in life. That's what he's going to be. And I see it. Of course I see him. But... I know a lot of educators, and I, they, I ask them what the most frustrating thing... There's nothing they thing. can do. The parents. That, that, you know, I go, is it lack of funding? That's the most frustrating thing. They go, that's frustrating, but what's really frustrating... Piece is of shit fact, parents. Yeah. They go, all the progress I make during the day, I know as soon as they go home, it's gone. And that's got to be the real it's frustrating gone, thing. Dude. These teachers do give a fuck. They want to try. Um, I wanted to slide over to sports with you, and I got way sidetracked, but there we go. Yeah, yeah sure. Let's do we're that. Gonna, we're so going to wrap, wrap it up, up here. Andrew Luck retired, right? 29 yeah, years old. they're booing him, but. Uh, c- fucking Colts quarterback. Made, what, four Pro Bowls, won a few playoff games, but he, has been banged up. He's keeping his $25 million bonus. Good for him, man, because you know the NFL doesn't give that. Like, the NFL will cut you if you break your ankle. Yep. It's amazing to me in that sport how much people will take the side of the owner not realizing how like when a player holds out, I always root for the player. Yeah, because the money the money they're giving them is a fucking nothing coming out of their bank, bro. I'll never forget when you know coming from a Bears the fan. NFL sport, is continuously dr- generating even when the season's not on. Dude, they they it's get, fucking generating get money. this for the for, for people who you know we, we get a lot of comedy inside, but this is for you business fans out there. This is even for football fans. If you're a business fan, this is this will fucking get you aroused. Check this shit out. Last year, the NFL had sold their Thursday night games to Amazon. They sold them to uh, T-Mobile, or no, Verizon. I apologize, it was Verizon. Um, uh, they also had them on NFL Network, and then after a while, they had them on CBS. So they had streaming rights to Amazon, cell phone rights to Verizon. They sold the same product four times. So everybody can watch the shit. Yes. You don't have a you TV, much revenue still fucking it. streams that is? It is insane to me. And what's crazy about the NFL I mean, is you've like... you watch full fucking games on your phone. It just shows you like the, the... Yeah, you can. The whole greed aspect of things is the NFL makes $16 billion a year, but they're always looking for ways to cut corners and make more money. Yep. So some people are like, let's put more money into research for this. They're like, well, then we got to figure out how to offset that cost. It's like you make $16 and, and billion. On top of that, That's not enough. That's not enough. You got to keep making more, don't you? Right? And like, on top of that, the petty... The petty, like penalty, like the the fees that they have to pay sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, something okay. Some of these penalties are fucked up, right? Yeah. Like the one against the fucking the Rams and the Saints, the the pass interference or whatever the fuck, right? Well, they, I mean, they're making the game but, softer, but but they could get away with it because people are gonna watch every Sunday. They own a day of the week. They do, but at the same time, do you have to be so petty to hit these motherfuckers with forty thousand, fifty thousand dollar? No, fines? I can't stand those, especially when they. You know like you're just now you're just being a petty son of a bitch. What kills Not, me most about that You don't league. want to give them their extra money for concussions and 
fucking bonuses when they do stupid shit. Like you said, they cut him for fucking breaking an ankle. Yeah, I'm a huge fantasy football fan. you're going to take $25,000 because he laughed in his face. If it wasn't for fantasy football, I could definitely see myself checking out of the NFL every now and then. I mean, I love the sport of football, but the NFL bothers me. We were talking like I was I'm all about say, the Bears, though. I love the Bears, love too. The and here, I'll give Bears, you a Bears man. example. I remember when Devin, it was like Devin Hester's second or third season, he held out. But it wasn't that long of a holdout because the Bears paid him. Surprising because the Bears used to be famous for being really cheap. But I remember at the time him holding out, hearing like sports radio people calling in or hearing friends of mine being like, this is bullshit, man. You sign a contract, honor your contract. I go, well, hold on, though. If the first week of the season, Devin Hester tears every fucking ligament yep. in his leg, the Bears could cut him. He might be able to get some workman's comp. But, yeah, but they could cut him and he won't make anything. And there goes his the, career the, the rest over. of the three years. Because you always see this. Oh, they signed him to an eight-year extension for $180 million. 35 million is guaranteed. So that means he's going to get 35 million guaranteed. The rest of that at any moment could be like, you're cut, you're yep. done. We're not You'll paying live you a anymore. lot better with the other, with the other end. Yeah. Like major, that's why more like so many uh, great college football players choose baseball over football. Surprised that Murray kid out of Oklahoma state didn't choose because the Oakland A's drafted him. But the last second he decided to go for the NFL, but like a lot of really good, they choose baseball because they know it's guaranteed contracts and a longer career. Russell Wilson, less damage. Too, right? Russell Wilson was surprising too, you know, but there's been, <clears> cause they said he would have got drafted early. Yeah, he would have been like, oh, I think he did get drafted. I think the Cubs might have. No, the Rangers, the Cubs, I mean, one of them drafted him. Cubs drafted Colin Kaepernick. All right. But like Jeff Samarja, he's a Giants pitcher. He would have been a second, third round pick. Oh, shit. Yeah, because he was wide receiver under aim. And he was yeah, a good he's got that long, guy. that fucking like, lengthy like body. Brandon Stokely type guy. He was a good guy. You know, he was a good uh, See, I, I always feel like it all depends on about the action of the sport. I mean, baseball can be. I love baseball. Like out of all the sports... It's baseball and football. Those are my two favorite sports. And I still put baseball on top. Baseball Because I love one, yeah. the fucking White Sox. And I can like lay back and watch a fucking baseball game for three hours. Now, hockey might be. Hockey, I love. Hockey lives amazing. They moved up. Anyway. They, hockey moved up. It, it, passed, it surpassed baseball. Basketball might come back. Kawhi Leonard might be saving the NBA. That's hockey, a whole other thing. Hockey yeah. took over basketball. And my fucking actions. I liked hockey for basketball. I love for a fucking long hockey, time. dude. Well, growing up with Jordan, once Jordan was done, it was such it was a like, letdown. Yeah, it, was, it was like, ah, oh, and then, you it's know. It's kind of like, we're just always like, and then Derrick Rose had us hyped, and then it was just like, ah. Oh. So but we're hockey alive has always been one of my favorite because it's like, so fucking good. We still have faith in, in Taves and Kane doing something. No, the, the Blackhawks' awesome. offense was amazing They're last year. They amazing. just need a, a they defense. Do defense. When they change coaches, and I love Coach Quenville, he brought three cups, but sometimes. You know, you got to change with, pace, you, man. Yes, with sports, I think every even great coaches, you, you 10 years tops, and you got to just yep. get a change. You need a new voice because it gets stale. And then you got like the Seabrooks and the Keiths. I mean, I love the guys, but you got to bring some. It's some a lot speed, of minutes. Dude. A lot of minutes on those legs, man. Defensemen, especially. I mean,. A thirty because like, they're in their forty, almost in well, their forties. Yeah, 40s. that was ten years ago. They're, they're mid thirties. I mean. they're, they're like, it's time to let that shit go, dude. Yeah. They look forties, but they're mid thirties, man. Because look, they were Taves and Kane were twenty two in twenty ten. They're not even thirty. So they're yet. no, they're both like thirty thirty one. Right. But thirty thirty one for a wing is still pretty good, even with a team that had deep playoff. And runs the, like they played their asses off last season. But like yeah. Keith is thirty four, Seabrook's like thirty three, thirty four. But for, they take for the defensemen, they take those and beatings. for yes, and for the minutes they've blogged, they're really like in their late thirties. Yeah, you know, and I love those dudes, but that's just the way of it is. But Andrew Luck, so the, it got leaked that he's retiring in the middle of the preseason game against the Bears. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy. The crowd finds out they're booing him. And look, throwing his jersey at him, they're bur- and I saw videos of people burning their jersey. Look, Andrew Luck doesn't owe you shit. Should Andrew uh, should have a, as a fan? If I were a Colts fan, I would have been like, dude, you couldn't have done this before the draft. Before Come the draft, on. exactly. But at the end of the day, you can't expect Andrew Luck to owe it to you, owe you anything. I actually admire athletes who are like, 
I got my money. I'm leaving with my body intact. I got paid. You got a newborn Fine. baby. You know what I mean? That's why, I, like, you know, people, Conor McGregor's gotten in more trouble lately, but I wish you would have retired from the Mayweather fight. Get I in when you get out. Dude, you're, get you're, the fuck you're out. 29, retiring with $100 million in the bank. Instead, they lose the hunger. They stay around too long. I'm glad Andrew Luck is like, hey, I don't have a desire anymore. I'm getting out while and, I can. And here's, here's the thing. Not even the desire, dude. All right? we Anybody sitting in the fucking stands or sitting your fat ass in the living room watching TV, Talk all the shit you want. When he had a concussion, when he had a fucked up shoulder, a broken ankle, you don't know what the fuck he went through. Yeah, you don't know. You know, know. what I mean? He probably you, Athletes get depressed quick, bro. Dude, they, people I don't mean, know what a concussion is like You break your fucking neck. You, your brain rattled. You don't... You, you know, you got doctors telling you you shouldn't play. You got doctors telling you should. You got the fucking NFL telling you better fucking play. He was saying it hurts. You got the to... fans like you better fucking play. He's got a three year old that said he said it hurts picking up his three year old. Exactly. So when when you see shit like that and you're a, he doesn't look like a dumb fucking dude. No, he's pretty sure he's, he's gonna, smart. He's, he's, smart he's a smart guy. guy. Yeah. Pretty sure he's gonna keep his money rolling no matter what the fuck happens. He can probably still work for the NFL. You don't know what the fucking happened. He might get an announcer job. Look, Tony Romo right? is one of the best commentators in sports right now. He was know? in his league, what, seven or eight years? I think he played yeah, seven or eight years. That sounds about right. So for your dumb ass to sit there and be like, oh, you gave up. He went through a, se- a fucking injury every season. And me as a diehard and sports And he's only fanatic, 29. Dude, I used to be the, a big meathead sports fan too, but as you get older. You want to live with fucking dementia stop, like, for the next 30 years? No, dude? fuck no. Of course not. And I don't blame these guys for that shit at all. But as sports fans, like as like. I I I'm a, I consider myself a huge sports fan. I'm obsessed with sports. I love sports. I read about them every fucking day. But like, you get to a certain age where you're like, these guys don't owe you shit. They they, got, they, they, they live lives like for themselves. Us, Just they stop playing. So I remember, like, I'm a dire Cubs fan, right? And look, they've been dis- they've been disappointing in the sense that they should have about 15 more wins than they do. It's the bullpen blowing things. But I remember like laughing myself. Although they're two games back now. Three days ago, they were in first place. I'm like, the Cubs are in first place in mid-August, and their fans are freaking out. Yep. Like how mid? Like how much has Theo Epstein changed no, the culture? Dude. That's why I. That's what upsets me most about the Cubs fans. I, I upsets me. It drives me nuts. Because I listen I, to sports radio, and like Sylvie, he'll be asking like Cubs fans. Brutal man. And they'll they'll call up like fucking Joe Madden's got to go. It's like it's a so first place get team. Get rid of fucking Joe Madden, like dude. Chill. They're two seasons away from winning <laughs> a World back. Series. They've gone to the playoffs the last, and even if they make the wild card this year, it'll be five years in a row of the playoffs. I mean, obviously you'd want the division, but like, and, and I remember someone saying like, "Oh, they've been so disappointing. What if they didn't make the playoffs?" I wonder, respond. What if they don't? What if they don't make the playoffs? Or what if they're not as good as we thought Move they some were? Shit around what if they won their season? one World Series? Yeah, so yeah, that's my point. It's like the world will still turn, motherfucker. And baseball is still going to be here, like right now with with the White Sox. They've won five in a row, right? And they've been beating good teams or whatever. Yeah. Pitching has been awesome. Beating the only thing I don't like, I hate fucking uh, Rick Renteria. Uh, Rick Renteria. He's, I, he's weird, yeah. He's too soft, bro. I just think. Tim Anderson's seventh for like half the he, season. Like, the guy's been 300. Why is he been seventh anyway? Exactly. He he messes shit around or whatever. But I'm excited to see Eloy and Abreu. They're going to lock Abreu down. The dude's fucking awesome. Eloy's got to play DH though, man. Oh, he has to. He has to, bro. Because even, even when he's running toward that wall, I even scared. have a glove. I get scared. No, he's a, he's he's, his bat's for real, dude. He's oh, a that's hitter, insane, dude. But he should not be. in But the they field. will move him around because we're getting some outfielders. Well, yeah, Luis Roberts. Luis Roberts coming up. He looks amazing. so. That's why I'm excited about that part of the White Sox. They're not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm gonna watch these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Get a new fucking uh, a manager in there. Get a new pitching coach because I think that fucking Don Cooper's done. Just get, revamp this shit. He's been around too long. Just yeah. like the the Blackhawks, like. 
I'm not one of those dudes like, fuck them. I'm never watching them again. I just don't get like, yeah, look, you want your team to win, but they lose. Yeah, it's like if you want your team to win, that's great. But if they lose, it's like, okay. Yeah, like if they lose. It's like that blows for a little bit, but move on, man. Jerk off, say hi to some people, get some fresh air. Exactly. Like if they lose, if the White Sox lose, but Tim Anderson went three for four and fucking Eloy hit two runs. And Abreu had fucking four RBIs. I'm good. Let's end it on that. That's how you enjoy I'm sports. I'm fucking good. And everyone listening right now, if you're a fan of a bad team, this is what I had to do for the Bears for a long time. Here's what you do instead. Root for certain players. Hope for them to get better. Because that's you know, the core of your squad. Yes. When the Cubs were rebuilding, I was like, what did Rizzo do today? Like in 2013, exactly. 2014. Well, we just brought Javi up. How does he look? I could give a shit. Like, because you know. Giolito, the biggest turnaround from that's, any that was pitcher. Amazing. Amazing. Like, that's, that's what you got to do. Sometimes as a fan, like, that's why... I love fantasy football. I won my league last year. I wanted to. That's why I don't I'm, do I'm it. Always around the championship. <laughs> the one thing that's dangerous about fantasy football, it'll make you root for players more than the team. Because every now and then, I'm like, mm, the Bears lost. Say it's okay. I got like three guys going against like, them. Motherfucker uh, didn't run. You anything. don't want to feel like a fucking turncoat for that. But dude, when it's money of play, I'm like, I'm my own GM. You know what I mean? The Bears win the Super Bowl. That's I've just never. Once, I've never been a gambler. Now, someone, someone asked me, would you rather your fancy team win the championship or the Bears win the Super Bowl? I've won a few fancy football championships, and I've never really – like the Bears won the Super Bowl when I was like one or one and a half, so I didn't get to enjoy that or whatever. So I want the Bears to win a Super Bowl. That would be my question, my answer now. But before, I was like, I'd rather my fancy football team win a championship because if I win a championship, I'm getting $1,400. The Bears win the Super Bowl, I'm not getting shit. Oh, yeah, true. You know what I mean? They're not paying my fucking bills. <laughs> so like, uh, it's like that thing in the Bronx tale. It's like, Mickey Mantle ever pay your fucking bills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is he here? Why is he your hero? Yeah, that was a good movie. But a fucking Bear Super Bowl will be awesome. I like. And our they're chances. gonna get it. They're gonna fucking get it. I have a feeling. I like our chances, Joey. Tell people where to find you. Uh, find me on Instagram, Joey V Comedy. Uh, Facebook, Joey V Gomez. I got the website and all that shit in the works. I gotta talk to this dude about it. You gotta talk shit. to that dude. Uh, this is People of Comedy Network. So find Joey and Abby San- Abby Sanchez's podcast. Legal the- Legal Aliens legal. podcast on the same network. People of Comedy Network. They're legal people. Yeah, um, this Puerto is- Rican dude and a Mexican dude. There's also a ton of other shit you could find. Go to the People of Comedy Facebook page. And Instagram a quick page. plug. Quick plug. Yeah, I know it's in it, a few months, but just look out for the new Bill Burr comedy series. Fuck yeah. On Comedy Central. It's gonna air in January. I'm pretty sure the ads are going to start coming out soon. And so. we'll we'll plug it when it comes out back in Plug in it back because I'm the only hey, one from the hood. It's going to be on Comedy Central, man. Get excited <laughs> now, though. For back of the yards, man. man. Fuck shameless. Keep watching. Back of the yards. Yeah, be dude. On Comedy Central. <laughs> Keep watching my shit on YouTube, everybody. I'm, I'm Seriously, I'm going to post a, a stand-up clip a week and plus the podcast clips as well. I've been posting uh, different little clips. I just posted a new clip of Eric and Nicole Clark talking about what it was like having Mr. T as a dad as a kid. I posted a funny one of me and Marty dealing with uh, disgruntled audience members. Uh, I talked about eighth grade dance with Kristen Toomey. So there's some fun stuff. The Patreon's also up. Recently did the bonus podcast. I did like it was a bonus 20 minutes with Toby McMullen. We should get Toby back on. He just did a bunch of work with Andrew Schultz, who uh, that's a dude I've never met, but I respect the hell out of. Man, yeah, yeah, dude, Toby did did the intro for my um, special that's on YouTube. So he did great stuff. Toby's podcast is back on the network, too, Sunday nights at 7. What is it? The Sauce. We named it like five different things, but it's the Sauce sauce now. It's called The Sauce. We drink hot sauce and throw up on camera. It's great. It's fucking beautiful. (laughs) Everyone, thanks for checking out Kill Gals Pub. Cheers. Peace out. Pretty good. It was about an hour.